Hello and welcome to Better Than Mario Brothers, where each episode Mark and I dive into cinema's sewer and pluck out the very juiciest specimens just for your listening pleasure. I am Chris Bolton, with me as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. Um, oh, fuck, man. The... <laughs> Let's start as we mean to go on here. I, I've got nothing good to say about this film. I don't even know how to big it up. Um, well, I do. I've, I've got some stats about it we can big it up with. Um, this film, um, it's the first film to have two number one rate, uh, number one positions on the US Netflix chart. Um, it had uh, had a couple of days there, then it was replaced by um, uh, Spike Lee's The Five Bloods and then went back to number one. So that 10 days, the highest uh, the highest ranking film on Netflix across around the world. Um, it's trended um, in Germany, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, Lebanon, Lithuania, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Belgium, Turkey, Sweden, Austria, the Czech Republic, Slovakia, Greece, Romania, South Africa, Portugal, Pakistan, Bangladesh, India, the UAE, the UK, Mauritius, Canada, Israel, New Zealand, Malaysia, and the United States. It's a bit, for some reason, this film, considering what it is, which is two hours of um, pseudo-rape and semi-consensual blowjobs, um, it's done very fucking well for itself. What is wrong with people? Well, there's a fucking pandemic, so people haven't been able to go out for a while. That may explain a lot. Maybe. But... Although, to be fair, if watching this gives you the horn, maybe you need to get some help. Yeah, really. I mean, okay, yeah, so we're watching, or we have watched 365 days. Uh, for most of us, a straight-to-Netflix job. It did have a cinematic release, I believe. Yes, um, yes. Uh, here and in uh, in Europe. Um, I think I just read that somewhere. Uh, in Poland, it grossed $9 million. In the UK, it re- received a limited, limited release in February, released on Valentine's Day, so, you know, tell what they were going for, um, and grossed $500,000. Wow. I How mean, can, fuck? can you imagine watching this thing in a cinema, like paying actual cash money to watch this in a no. room with other people? Well, this is the thing. I, 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 I had to be quite clever about that, quite careful about this, because every now and again, I say, Tori will ask me what we're watching, and... I'll tell her and show her some shit. I'm not going to. I'm not going to join you. And for I thought I can't not tell her what I'm watching this week because if she walks in halfway through it and I'm watching softcore porn, um, it's going to be awkward. So, yeah, I mean, um, I Sarah was explain. getting her hair done on Saturday, so I got a free pass <laughs> on that one. I was yeah. like, right, excellent. There's two hours that I can watch <laughs> porn. Yeah, I mean, I so I, I kind of saw what it was, and she was intrigued to the point of like, no, I was like, well, I'll I'll start it and then. If it's shit, which is unlike, it's no, it's bound to be because you're watching it, um, then I'll leave. And she lasted 20 minutes, but it was probably the most, uncom- most uncomfortable 20 minutes of our marriage. I'm not touching that gag with a <laughs> fucking barge pole. <laughs> it's almost like the backseat of a Volkswagen. Yeah, there, there's going to be enough uncomfortable conversations in this podcast without me making, <laughs> without me making gags about your sex life. Um, right, yeah, before we go any further... We don't normally do this. We normally just say what the fuck we want. And I'm sure we will in this episode. But I feel this episode specifically needs just a quick trigger warning yeah. for those of you out there who don't know what this is. And I can't imagine there are many of you. Um, this episode, without a doubt, is going to feature lengthy and frank discussion about rape and sexual abuse. So if those are topics that you're uncomfortable with, um, I suggest you turn this podcast off now. Just for uh, this week. Just for this week. Just for this week, yeah. Please do come back. <laughs> <laughs> if if those are topics you're uncomfortable with, then this probably isn't the episode for you. So, yeah. you know, uh, we're not going to pull any punches. We never do, and we never have. 
Um, I'd like to think that regular listeners will kind of know our political stance um, by now and, and know what to expect from us. Um, so, yeah, having said all of that, if you're still with us, then strap yourselves in. Uh, this one might be a bumpy ride. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. Um, okay, so Mark suggested this one I'll, to me. And I'm we, not laying blame. Can I, that? Can I, can I yeah. qualify that? I yeah, mean, yeah I, I'm not laying blame. I'm not laying I mean, blame. I'm just... <laughs> I follow quite a lot of newspapers um, on social media just because I can't be fucking bothered to read a newspaper. Um, generally, if I buy a paper, I will read from the TV section to the back and leave all the politics and the new you know, the sort of the take on news for other people. I can't really be fucking bothered. Um, but I, I do quite enjoy film, um, film reviews, especially in The Guardian, which is where this came from. And it was an article on the 23rd of June by uh, somebody whose name I've now fucking lost, uh, Stuart Heritage. Um and it was talking about this film that um, I say it's a, a Netflix hit that people can't stop watching. Um, and this, it, um, the headline is 365 Days, the Netflix softcore porn film people can't stop watching. Um, and then the subtitle, The Polish Fifty Shades of Grey has been a surprise smash on Netflix, being despite being absolutely terrible. So I thought, OK, it's, it sounds pretty shit. But no, if you've got some, somebody saying outright in the fucking blurb, it's a terrible film. It's going to be no, it's going to be ripe for this fucking show. So I said, um, I read the article um, and it sounded horrendous. Um, I'll put a link to the article in, in the um, in the blurb for the episode, so you can you can see for yourselves. Sent it to sent it to Chris, and he said, "Oh my fucking god, that sounds awful." Or words to that effect. I can't find the actual message now because um, it was a while ago. Um, and we said, "Yeah, we'll we'll give it a look." And if we can't, if if it gets taken down, because it looks like the sort of thing that probably will get taken down because it's going to offend pretty much everybody, then we have a backup, which is what our original show was going to be, um, which we'll do at another time. So. We kind of went right. Okay, we'll we'll pick it out, and then obviously over the weekend we said right. Okay, let's let's give it a look. Um, and about probably about half an hour, forty minutes in, and this, this is a two-hour movie. It's a full no, it's a full-length movie. I mean, it's, it's it's two hours. I would not quantify this as a movie. Well, in, in, insofar stage. as literally there are moving pictures involved, um, that's about as far as I would dignify it as being a movie. But about forty minutes into this shit, I text Chris and just said, "Oh my god, this fucking film." And generally, when we're um, when we're but we're both going to watch something, we don't know when the other's watching it. We tend to sort of stay a bit quiet to not skew other opinions. We save it for this pod. Yeah, generally. we kind of we kind of do this on on the hoof because um, it's, it's more entertaining. Yeah. yeah, and we know we don't know what the going to say. Um, but I couldn't, I could not keep this one back. So um, yeah, I just ended, I just apologized um, before you'd watched it, which is I never do. Guilt is what that is. It's guilt. And bear in <laughs> mind, like over the course of this podcast. We have subjected each other to Battlefield Earth, to Batman and Robin, to fucking Mac and me. Like, <laughs> Mac is a fucking masterpiece compared to this. There have been some travesties that we, elves, you know, there have been some travesties that we've subjected each other to. I don't think we've ever felt the need to <laughs> properly apologize to each other, though. No, that's right. Until and I mean, until now. Yeah, and I mean, this was kind of compounded as well. I mean, we, um, we had uh, a D and D game online on Saturday, and so we were filling the others in the group in, as to what you know, what we were doing this week because you know, we we also kind of keep up to date on what we're doing. And even they were, what the fuck did you watch that for? Like, yeah, seriously, what's wrong with you? I don't know what the fuck we watched it for either. <laughs> um, I well, mean, for, so, for listening pleasure, obviously, for the entertainment of our uh, our listeners. Uh, yeah, it's, it's all for you, listeners. Um, yeah, Jesus. We, we suffer for our art, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. And this this was suffering, that's for oh, sure. Um, yeah. Now, generally, in this show, we kind of 
you know, we kind of do the deep dive thing. You know, we go we go through a film, a scene at a time. We follow the narrative. We pull it apart. It's very um, difficult because there's no fucking narrative. Yeah, I I don't know what this is other than a porn. collection of soft core porn montages. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I'll... it's sort of a music video kind. Yeah, and there are things to pick out of it. I mean, um, not many, and certainly not from a story point of view because there is none. But um, I'll 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 go through what passes as a plot um, or what they think passes as a plot, and then we'll we can sort of get into it a bit. Um, so, and I'm reading this from uh, Wikipedia because I can't be asked to make up my own fucking version of it. Um, 365 Days, the 2020 Polish erotic romantic drama. Problem number one, it ain't fucking erotic um, in the slightest. I mean, it must be for some people. I mean, I know look, I know that, like, you know, like hostage situations and torture and bondage and all of that is a thing. It's a kink for people. You know, Stockholm Syndrome is a thing. Like, it's it's a kink, okay? And And... I don't know how much of the population has it, but I'd imagine it's it's kind of a, a subset. So there are people for whom this will be erotic. I don't think it's but, the majority of the population. Again, listeners, as always, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting to see, see how that one comes up on Twitter. Um, but I think you're right to a point. I think there there will be um, a, a subset of, of the population for whom this no that that type of thing would be appealing. But in the, in that case, I would imagine they're going to bypass this and go straight to the more hardcore stuff on the internet. Well, this is the thing, isn't I it? I don't this think is, this I, is going to be where you stop. No, I struggle to work out who this is for. Like, there's a, there's a kink. Like, there are all kinds of kinks. And, like, there, there are going to be people out there who are into fucking aubergines, literally. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's a thing. Like, yeah. whatever... We've said it on... God, way back when I remember having this discussion on episode two... I think of who wins like one of mankind's primary drivers is to fuck is yeah. to procreate it's what advances technology i joked about it but i'm serious like yeah, we I are constantly afraid. in pursuit of ways to fuck new things it's what it's what we do as a species so yeah i think the phrase was how does it feed me and how do i fuck it there you go yeah that is <laughs> that sounds like something i would say let's be um, fair that was, that was six years ago so how the fuck do i remember that i don't know i must have stuck stuck in there for some reason I guess so. So, you know, I, I get it. Like, whatever it is, there will be a kick. But like you say, because of that, there will be more hardcore versions of this available for those people. So unless this is kind of the, you the know, tittering, tittering, naughty schoolgirl kind of version of that, then, but then even so, if you're going to go for softcore porn, like, give it a story because it's softcore, it's not porn. I mean, well, yeah, exactly. You know, we were prior to doing this episode, we were actually scheduled to look at Showgirls, which, you know, is another mess. But at compared least, to this, a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. And at least it kind of knows what it is. It's yeah. not porn. This is this is treading a very fine line. This fucking yeah. this thing. It's treading a very fucking fine line. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so I mean, I, th I think it's it, it, as you said, it, it is it, it is a particular niche. Um, I don't think necessarily that. For people who um, subscribe to that niche, I don't think this is going to satisfy any particular uh, itches that need scratching, but so be it. Um, it's based on the first no novel of a trilogy. Now, what the fuck? Um, hold up, um, hold up, hold up. How the fuck? They, how is there an actual novel when there's no story? Have they just... Have they just left all the story out and kept the fucking in? Well, I'm guessing they just rewrote Fifty Shades in Polish and went, oh, yeah, and instead of being whatever the fuck Jamie Dornan is, he can be a mafioso instead. And that'll kind of be it. That'll do. 
because you know that's that's what Weber did um back in 50 shades did the twilight anyway now it's just you know just rip something else off um but yeah so apparently there's a trilogy and we'll get to the problem with that at the end because f- how the fuck that works i don't know i mean we talked about this on saturday but um i think yeah. this is something we have to come up with um but the plot follows a young warsaw woman in a spiritless relationship falling for a dominant sicilian man now who the fuck wrote this for a start this is on wiki so somebody's gone out and written this fairly gushing flourishy uh text about what it's about this is a dominant Sicilian man imprisons her and grants her 365 days to fall in love with him. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that... that's, we'll get into that when we get into it. But that's one of my primary problems with the whole thing. Why 365 days? Well, it's because it's her birthday. He kidnaps her on her birthday, which is no, a dick move. And then if she hasn't fallen in love with him by her next birthday, then he let her go. What the fuck? I mean, that is some fucking fairy tale level bullshit. That is like some Brothers Grimm, Hans Christian Andersen, weird stalker porn bullshit. Like, why why put this fucking... Like, what is it? By your next birthday, you need to fall in love with me or you'll turn into a fucking pumpkin. Like, what? Well, yeah. Why? Why specifically? What does it... What does any of this mean? Like, what is the point to any of this? I really don't know. I, I mean, we... We joke around sometimes on, on some of these episodes and we, we, we'll try and give as much meaning to a lot of this as we can or try we try and theorise as much as we can. I have nothing. I no, actually me have either. nothing on this film um, apart from a great level of disdain and horror that this thing made fucking $10 million. Well, it's because there's fucking in it and people are horny, like you said. It's it, That is all it is. But, like, there is free fucking available all day, every day on the internet and you don't even have to look very hard for it. No. So, in fact, I'd wager it's harder to watch this on Netflix and hide it from someone than it yeah. is to find porn and hide it from someone. Because, you know, porn, you can quite easily just private browser history, that shit, and away you go. Like, the Chinese still know what you're watching because they know everything. But Yeah, they know that about everybody, so, you know, you don't feel quite so bad about it and quite so guilty about it. No, I mean, maybe the Chinese fucking greenlit this. Maybe there's Chinese money in it somewhere because they know loads of people are secretly into fucking Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know. Um, well, maybe that's it. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just weird. I, I, I don't get it. No, me either. I, I will it be, before we go into any sort of detail, I just don't fucking get it. It's, I mean, this was a very uncomfortable two-hour watch. Um, I mean, there are sequences in it which make Team America look like a fucking documentary literally they really are yeah. <laughs> um and you think well yeah i just don't get why a anybody would want to see this and because like i said there's no there's going to be bigger and better online for free mm-hmm. and b how the fuck you string a trilogy out of it uh fuck knows i mean I the, the... there's very little written about that uh, about this of the sequel so i don't i can't even see what they've done with them um but yeah this i mean it's just a big old fucking mess isn't it it's a total fucking mess. And look, before we go any further, like I am not sitting on a seat of judgment here. Like if you're listening to this and, and this is your thing and this gives you the fucking raging horn, then oh, good for you. You so, do you. So, no, absolutely. Like that, Probably that's fine. In this case. Like, as I've said, you know, numerous times when we've talked about touchy subjects on this show before, look, as long as you're not fucking hurting anybody, you do what you want. Okay. I don't fucking care. Um, well, yeah. I mean, my, my, my kind of ethos is if it's, legal and it's consensual then no adults are adults and you do what you like yeah there's, there, the problem I, I is this isn't legal or fucking problem. consensual yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a key fucking problem with this um so look but but there's that about it no one's fucking judging you this is a fucking safe space as far as i'm concerned oh, okay yeah um it's it's not my 
cup of tea, but no, it's, it's hey, not my bag. I'm sure I'm into some shit that other people are not. Not sexually, that came out wrong. I'm going to stop talking <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> this is the problem when we don't plan these shows and we just talk into a microphone. Um, I'm sorry, when do we plan anything? Uh, never. Uh, if we did, we would have researched this and realized watching it was a horrible idea. Um, yeah. As Mark Plus said, this, this was an uncomfortable watch. I, I text Mark throughout watching this, which again is something that we wouldn't normally do. Um, but I, I was watching this on my own, like I said, because my wife was having a hair done. And I just literally, my skin was crawling watching this and I just needed to share that experience with somebody. <laughs> yeah, no. had been through it. Yeah, and meanwhile, I, I was in the car. Um, I wasn't driving for a change. Um, Tori was driving. So I was in the car reading your messages and laughing and then having to explain what I was laughing at without giving anything away to the kids. So that was... Uh, you probably can't read those messages to children. <laughs> let's let's see. Is there any good ones? Um, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's it's not going to be parentally uh, sound anyway. But um, yeah, one is like, what the fuck am I watching? This is actual rape. Um, which technically it wasn't, by the way. We'll come on to that. Um, one was, I need a shower with bleach. Uh, yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. Um, oh, good. More fucking. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was it, it was an interesting. No, it's not interesting. Um, devastating two-hour watch. Um, I think it's probably the way to look at it. Um, but yeah, let's let's kind of get into it because I mean, aside from all the fucking, there are they they have tried very loosely to shoehorn a story into it, um, and I do mean fucking loosely. Um, so I keep using the word fucking like we normally do. Yeah, but this, this, this is going to get case, confusing kind of in this cause... podcast, isn't it? Because yeah, you were just saying that, and <laughs> I was thinking, I bet fucking. she is pretty fucking loose actually. Because <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. After, after a year. Um, mm. But yeah, so I mean. The, 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 you start off with some dodgy looking Middle Eastern guys and some dodgy looking Italian guys right. doing Before a deal on top of, of a, a castle on a Mediterranean island. Yeah, on a Mediterranean island called Lampedusa or Lampedusa. Lampedusa. Is Lampedusa. this an actual place? Because it sounds fucking made up to me. I don't know. Um, and I didn't think to look that up. It literally sounds like the writer was there going, I need something that sounds Mediterranean. I've got so, a lamp on my desk. Um, I've got a statue of Medusa. That'll do. Lamp of Medusa. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. No, Lampedusa, Lampedusa is an island in the Mediterranean Sea. Okay. It is one of the Pelagi Islands in the Mediterranean Sea, southern Italy. It's known for its beaches, oh, okay. including the Spiaggia de Conigli. I apologise to any Italians out there. <laughs> With shallow waters and colourful marine life, it, fo- it faces the area Marina Proterra Isla Pelagi on the south coast and is an egg-laying site for marine turtles. Further okay. east, the smaller Calagrisia is a sheltered beach. Dolphins inhabit the waters around the island. Okay, fair enough. So, no, so it's, it's a real it's, place. It's so real I place. take it back. Okay, there's been some research done. Yeah, okay, fair enough. We'll take that. Um, so we get this you know, black market deal going down with some you know, nondescript Middle Eastern guys and some nondescript Italian mafia guys all in suits on a fucking baking hot day. Mm-hmm. Sun's on out, a roof. On a no rooftop reason. for no reason whatsoever. And from nowhere... Headman, oh sorry. Before we get to that, um, our our main character, who's you no, know, he's uh, he's the son of the mafia don, who's doing the deal. He is perving on our female lead through a pair of binoculars because she's down on the beach. What, why is she there? Well, this is it, right? Why is she there? And why? How in the name of living fuck does she happen to just ha- just so be on the beach that they're on doing this fucking deal? Yeah, there are no, I, be- I, beaches I... all over the fucking world. She's from Warsaw. 
Why, Why is she there? there? I have a theory on this. I think I'll save it until the end. Okay. Because, look, I don't claim to be a good one, but I'm a writer. Um, it's it's in my fucking DNA. Okay. Same same as you, Mark. We've both we've both been educated in the art to a certain extent. Um, so I may on occasion look for meaning that isn't there and try and connect dots and be ahead of a screenwriter. Uh, in fact, I quite often am. Sometimes mm. I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. I thought at several points through this film that I knew where this was going to land. Um, I still think that if it's a trilogy, I may be going in the right direction, but I don't know because of the way it fucking ends. So yeah, and, and I have I, a theory I'd imagine as to why she's on not, the beach, but I think I'm giving everyone involved. Yeah, I think I'm giving everyone involved far too much credit. But yeah, I think you're right. We'll get on to that at the end. I yeah. mean, more more problematic for me, rather than him watching her through the binoculars, is the actual deal going down, which could have been about anything. It could have been yeah. drugs. It could have been arms. They could nope. have been dealing uh, anything. No, nope. have to be fucking child prostitutes. Child prostitutes, some of whom are barely 12. Yeah. Now, if what you're trying, to, you're trying to endear your viewers, your audience, to... Okay, no. The, the the Italian mafia guy is going to be alive for about three seconds. So you know, he's he said no 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 I'm not interested in that I'm not interested in that. He's he's sort of trying no trying to move away from that that particular part of you know, the deal. The fact that they are so young, and he brings his consigliere in to you know, to carry on with the deal while he goes and you know, talks to his son about not paying attention and all this sort of shit, and then gets fucking shot by a sniper. Um, but yeah, it's like they, that could have been the biggest fucking drug deal in the world. It could have mm. been they could have been you no. Know, Running drugs into Europe to start a new fucking war. They could no, they could have been I don't know selling Beanie Babies at no forty dollars a pop. I don't care. It had, there was no need for it to be children. Apart from, if you if you're trying to make the characters reprehensible, then fine. But that needs to go somewhere. There needs to be a payoff, and there needs to be a reason for it. We think, never see these fuckers again. No, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think it's a case of what they're trying to do, and they try this later on as well, several times is what they're trying to do is go, yeah, but look, these are nice mobsters because they're against paedophilia and child trafficking. So yes, that's but... fine. It's just <laughs> yeah. like later on, he's a friendly rapist, not well, a real yeah. one. Well, that's it. Um, so, yeah, so then th this deal's going down and uh, the, the, the Mafia Don is chastising his son for not paying attention to him. And one the day, bodyguard in the background of this oh, deal. Oh, up. my God. Like... The way he's strutting around in the background is hilarious. Yeah. Like, that is, like, some top-notch extra work of the, like, when, when I say top-notch, I am being sarcastic. Like, oh, it this, is This is my level of extra work. Hilariously bad. This is me standing at a bar level of extra work. You know, it's, yeah, it's that good. It's, it's um, hilarious. Bad. It's like somebody's going to him, don't look at the camera, don't look at yeah. the camera, don't look at the camera, don't look at the So, of yeah. course... What's he going to do? Look at the fucking camera well, and stick like, his chest out and yeah. strut around. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, it's like whatever you do, don't draw attention to yourself. And he's there fucking flexing and all. It's a fucking hell. Just no, just stand there and shut up. Yeah, awful. So, so you get that, and then you get this, you know, this the start of this grand speech from the mafia. Oh no, no, one day, my son, all this will be yours. And they hug, and all of a sudden, his chest explodes. Look, Simba. <laughs> Everywhere the light touches is your kingdom. Prostitutes are plenty. <laughs> But never go there, Simba. That's America. Like, what the fuck? Seriously. Yeah. So we get that, and then no, we he falls over as well, and we find out that no, he's been shot as well. And then it very quickly cuts to five years later. Oh, right, okay. 
so somebody died, somebody didn't die. What the fuck? Yeah, but it just completely consequences. And and already so, at this point, I am confused as fuck. Yeah, because, because there's I'm, no I'm, explanation. No, uh, like we just get thrown in to like we we see the 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 son um, involved in in some dealings in America. Even yep. though I just told him not to go to America, he doesn't fucking listen. Nobody fucking um, listens, dude. And then we're introduced to our female lead with absolutely no context whatsoever. No. I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about in this scene. Well, I mean, I there appears to be he's been involved in something or something has happened where his family fortune has been wiped out by some crooked accountant, but the looks of it. Or by a deal that's gone wrong, and the bank is all smart and saying, "Oh well, you know, we, I'd advise a better strategy next time." And in all fairness to our mafia guy, he says, "You fucking recommended the last one lost all the money. Why am I going to listen to you again? You can't." So fair enough. That's a no bit of a no bit of a, a bit of character work there. In as much as you no, know, he's not as stupid as he fucking looks. Um, and it's it's intercut as cross cut between this boardroom scene with Laura. I think her name is. Laura, yeah. Yeah, it's and it's basically Laura, isn't it? But yeah, it's the like, European version of Laura. Um, and she's in a board meeting whereby somebody's trying to fuck her over by blaming if something's gone wrong, and she's saying, No, that was part of my plan, you fucking idiot, because because of what I did, our business has gone through the roof. And she's something to do with hotels or some fucking thing. I don't really know. And there's like something half a line like that alludes to later yeah. on. There's half there's a, like half a line later on which sort of alludes to it when she's talking to her or when she emails her mother or phones her mother or something. Um but yeah, so no idea what the fuck's going on, no idea what the scene is about. And then she goes home on some sort no, she's she's on a bit of a high, you know, she's she's come out of that meeting well and the other guys presumably got fired or you no know, knowing this film fucking you no know, raped and murdered. Um she goes home, tries to get her on with her boyfriend, and he basically fucks her off because he's watching TV. Bit of a no. A bit of a letdown, and then we get the most. The, the, right. What I think wait, wait, was the wait. most hold awful up, hold up, scene. Hold up, right. hold up, before we are like, whoa, 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 we just skipped over a lot of stuff there. So, yeah, first of all, the, the boardroom thing, no context whatsoever. Like I say, I didn't no. know what the fuck was going on. No, no effort to explain who she is or what she's doing. It's intercut with the scene with what's his name begins Massimo. with M, Massimo. Massimo. That's it. Uh, it's intercut with Massimo, so you're trying to work out how the two are related. Turns yep. out they're not. Um, and it's also shot in such a way and performed in such a way, and this won't be the only time that that, that characters and, and scenes are misdirected here, um, that it appears she's involved in something fucking shady. Yeah. Almost as if she's some sort of fucking government agent or something even. Okay, so I'm going like, what the what the fuck is happening? And then just to add to the confusion, like, I get why Massimo is conversing in English, because yeah. he's in America talking to Americans. Yes. But everyone around the table in her scene is is of some sort of European origin. Yeah. And Why all... the yeah. fuck are they all talking in English? It's and it's not as if you say, well, it's it's an English language film, and we've we've got you know, we've got people with access to English language because they've done the thing that so many people are doing now. We say, right, okay, well, we have a foreign language for part of it. If you want it me to read really... a film, put it in fucking subtitles. If you want me to listen to it, put it in English. Don't mix and match because it just pisses people off. Yes, I totally people I meet agree. Me. And if you are going to mix and match, at least establish rules for how and when it's going to happen. Yeah. Like if whenever you're talking to an American, you're talking in English. Yeah. Okay, fine. I get it. But just two Polish characters will talk to each other in English. Why? Yeah. And it's not. It's not even like it's a uh, an English language. No, it's not an American film or an English film. It's a it's Polish, Polish film. 
There's yeah. no fucking reason for it whatsoever. It's yeah. I, There's no I fucking reason for the entire film. Let's be honest. But. Yeah, I, I don't understand. And and even before all of that as well, the opening. So we get this uh, supposed tragedy where where the father is shot at the opening, and then the titles kick in, and we get this song over the opening, which is totally out of context with the events that have just happened. It's like the some, entire fucking soundtrack is out of place. But that's totally, all main dude. That's, it's, it's all like main some dude. Fucking Euro trash pop nonsense. Yeah, that does not fit whatsoever so we get it over the opening but then we also get it the same fucking song after this scene it's almost like they could only afford like two or three pieces of music either that or is like the singer one of the stars or something i don't know yes the 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 majority of the soundtrack um so the theme song which is called feel it uh, another song is called watch me burn dark room and hard for me um are all sung by michelle marone who plays massimo torricelli right okay so now I understand why they've done that then. Um, still, yeah, he wanted extra fucking money. Still no excuse for it not fitting no. and being fucking awful. Yeah. And, I, and again, we, you know, we've just had these sequences which are in, you know, which are multilingual. And then you get this, you know, this really awful soundtrack, which is all in English. Yeah, fucking terrible. Fucking terrible. <sighs> so, so that's all bad. Then, yeah, she goes back to her apartment and just try and frame her character purely yeah. to, like this, this fucking douchebag boyfriend exists purely to give her some reason for wanting to be with Massimo. There is no other reason for him to exist other than for her to feel sexually frustrated and, you know, dissatisfied with her relationship. Um, yeah. Because, you know, that's, that's obviously why women get into abusive relationships, of course. Um, well, you mean they're not all kidnapped? No, no, no. It's, it's, oh, because, they're, it's because they're... You know, their boyfriend at home is an absolute douchebag. So they'll go so, fuck around. So they, because that's what, I don't so, know if you so know. They crave I, it. They want, to, they want to be kidnapped and raped. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know if you knew this, Mark, but, you know, women, um, if if you're a douchebag, they will just leave you and sleep around. Like, that's that's what they do. I don't know if you knew that, but apparently that's, that's that what happens. That explains a lot. Yeah, that's what happens in, in film world. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. But also, if, if, you don't, if you don't treat them right, they just sleep around. So there yeah, you go. No, all, all women are whores, apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they exist purely for men's pleasure. So absolutely, oh, fuck, fuck, everyone knows that. Yeah, um, but actually, in in this scene as well, I mean, there's something I, I skipped over um, when we talked about. But we, this it's first introduced that she has a heart condition. She oh, weak heart. What the fuck with this? And and this line just is as subtle as a house brick. Like if even if this went somewhere, which spoiler, it doesn't. Uh, and this isn't the first time it'll be mentioned. Yeah. So even if the fact that she had a weak heart was relevant, there are far more elegant ways to introduce it to us than have the douchebag boyfriend said, you shouldn't strain yourself with that weak heart of yours. I mean, she could go for a checkup and the doctor well, yeah. could tell us, or, you know, she could have a mini panic attack or something in the, in the car or whatever. But Some show thing, don't tell. Yeah. This is basics. Yeah, I mean that was fuck- that was horrendous as well. And I remember um, sitting through the film going, right, okay, well she's got a weak heart, so at some point that's going to come into play. And then it gets mentioned again and again and again. And you think, right, okay, this no, I can I I can see something happening at the end here. There's some we're going to be there's going to be an incident here, and it's going to, it's going to go one of two ways. And then lo and behold, nah, well fuck it, why not? Well, it's again, just some- it, the weak heart ties into where I thought the story was going, which again I'll reveal all at the yeah. end. Yeah, um, so, remind I mean, me if I don't. Remind yeah, me to get yeah, into that. Yeah, I mean, there is there is a theory as well. Um, I mean, obviously we've spoken, so I know what your theory is about you talking on Saturday. But um, 
Yeah, it's just one of those. And you think, right, okay, well, what's the point in bringing that up? Right, it's, no, Chekhov's gun. It's going to go somewhere. So we, we'll park that. And then, so she's frustrated and goes into her room and immediately pulls out a vibrator because that's what you do. You don't take your fucking suit off. No, you don't know. Don't make yourself at all comfortable. She just lies on the bed in her fucking heels and her suit and whips it out. It's because she's super horny and he's a douchebag. So she's sexually frustrated. It's character info, Mark. That's what this is. This is character. Was that what that stuff. was? I thought yeah. it was just the director got a bit impatient. Um, it's about it's about all you'll get, but it is character info. But then this is crosscut again with a really fucking horrendous scene. And this was the first time I sort of went, right, I don't know if I can watch this. And then we're, what, 10, 12 minutes in at this point? Yeah. Where um, Massimo and the other guys are on a plane. They're on a private jet. And he some there's a conversation going on which he doesn't like. So he goes into the back, pulls the curtains across, and basically shoves his dick in a stewardess's mouth. He literally does. Like, she she doesn't even get a chance to say no. No. He just basically it's, it's, forces it's her onto her, her knees. And, yeah, it's thumbs and, in her mouth, and he's just fucking you know, trying to break her jaw or something to get it open. And then straight away, it's zip, fly open and whack it in. But this thinking, isn't, like... He doesn't let her do the work. This isn't a blowjob. Like, he's fucking her mouth. Oh, yeah, this is a proper skull fucking. Yeah. No, this is, this is like, right, there's a hole there. I'm having that. Yeah, he fucks, he fucks her mouth hole, basically. <laughs> That's what this is. He, he is fucking it, her mouth hole. Unfortunately, there's no more eloquent way of putting that. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to do it. eloquent at all but because this film is not eloquent. There, there is not in the slightest. Um, there, is, there is no, there's no whiff of elegance about this film. It is, no. like I say, subtle as a house brick. So, <laughs> I mean, so we get that, and the first, conclu- no, the first conclusion you come to is that he's got some sort of, you know, premature disorder because that's <laughs> got to be the quickest fucking coming I've, no, I've ever witnessed in, in film. I know I I lived in hotels for a couple of years while, while I was working. I've seen my share of porn, but that was like what twelve seconds. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. And the stewardess get like the, she gets nothing from it. So again, I know I shouldn't have the writer's hat on, but from a character standpoint, what the fuck does she do this for? Like, what does she get from it? Well, again, it's you know, is this supposed to show how powerful he is? He can take whatever he wants, and again, it's humanizing him because when he doesn't. Now, when, when he, he says to, to Laura when he kidnaps her, I won't do anything to you without your permission. Well, A, yeah, you will, because you fucking kidnapped her, you dickhead. But no, is this supposed to be him growing as a character because he doesn't immediately stick his dick in her mouth? I mean, maybe, but if... <laughs> I mean, clumsy as all hell, it's probably the nicest way I can describe it. I, I mean, even if that's the case, even if that's what it's intended to be, at least when we get the character in full with Laura, there's, there's nothing... <sighs> No characters are hurt in the making of Laura, then, is, is, the, is the best way I can put that. Her boyfriend's I, I, a douche. I don't know. Okay. I, think, I think she sets back, you know, women as individuals about 300, uh, 300 years. Well, no, not as much as this fucking stewardess who literally gets... Well, she's about 500 years. ...gets skull-fucked by, by this fucking asshole and doesn't get a say in it, gets nothing from it. Like, she doesn't come. She gets no real... No, enjoyment out of this at all unless she just really fucking likes gobbling cock but well, this is it and i mean there's another instance later on um in the really fucking horrible scene um but again it's like this this guy's mo does seem to just be fucking women in the mouth yeah but it's like don't get me wrong i've never i've never had a cock in my mouth i never intend to unless something happens and mine grows about 12 inches it's never likely to happen but i can't see there's anything gratifying about it it's all about the recipient 
so well, yeah, I'd when, have thought so. So when you have these scenes, and there are two of them, and this one was about fucking 12 seconds into cut with her and the vibrator, and the other one, I think, later on is about 20 seconds. It's like there's just no gratification for anybody other than him. So any any chance they've got of setting him up at, at any point as being remotely sympathetic, or no, remotely decent, because you know, he doesn't rape her, then it's gone straight away because it's all about personal gratification. Yeah, and, and even from a porn standpoint, if we're not even looking at this book for the characters and we just look at this as this is softcore porn, then it's very one-sided because yeah. it's very much geared towards deriving pleasure from a blowjob. So this is very male gazy. okay? This is... Yeah. And, and look, like I said, whoever you are out there, whatever floats your boat, but I get the impression that this thing is more targeted towards a female audience than a male one. So yeah. that being the case... Like she should at least get something out of it. Like oh, even yeah. I, oh, I don't know. I don't know what, but like maybe sixty nine rather than just that. Or you know, she could start off by gobbling his cock, but then give then her fucks something. Her, yeah. Fucks her eight way from Sundays. No, just yeah. something out of it. She gets nothing. Poor fucking girl. Like no, and then, and then she gets the pleasure of going back to work. Yeah. It's uh, it's just yeah. I I would. I was already disgusted, but not disgusted enough to be texting you at this point. I was like, okay, let's see where it goes. Yeah. Um, um, down yeah. is where it goes. But we get Ironically. we get the, the kind of the party scene next with some more character info for, for Laura, I guess. We're like, they're having a birthday party for her and everyone's dressed up to the nines. Apart from the douchebag. Except the douchebag douche boyfriend. Yeah, who's in a pair of fucking shorts. I mean, that's too far, isn't it? Like, nobody is that fucking stupid. No. And like, to a point where... I can't see her even agreeing to go out with him no, on that occasion where everybody's dressed, everyone's in fucking black tie and black cocktail dresses and shit like that. And he's there in a pair of fucking cargo shorts and a, and a, and a, an open shirt. Like I, I do know people that will just not adhere to a dress code because they don't feel comfortable and it's not who they are. And, and that's fine. But, you but still even make some form of effort. No, that yes, you make some form of effort. You may not be in a fucking black tie, but you're not going to be in a tank and camo shorts. No, you you might put on a fucking a, a pair of no, smart trousers and a shirt. You might not wear yeah. a tie. You might not or wear a jacket. A but nice, you know, some... a nice t-shirt even. Yeah, just something that says like, I've made a fucking effort. Yeah. You know. Yeah, or you do your fucking hair or something like you would. He, he well, just... to be fair, he's bald, so you know you can't do his hair. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. He, he literally he looks like yeah, a fucking trap. Yeah, he's like... he's fallen straight off the boat and gone. Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll do. Yeah, and, and like, you know, again, I'm sure there are people out there who make no effort whatsoever, but then this is going to be offensive, and I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Uh, those people will stick to their own. Yeah. Like, they they are mismatched here, this couple, aren't they? Laura's clearly a classy lady. Yeah, well. Well. We'll, we'll yeah, get there later We'll find on. out she's not. But at this <laughs> point, she's clearly thought to be a classy lady. Yeah, and, and they're, they're having an event whereby... It's no, it's a night. It's a nice show evening. It's a nice occasion. So he's there. He's dressed like he's a fucking tramp, and he's completely drunk and makes a twat of himself and a twat of her in front and of all her friends. Not only does he make a twat of himself for being drunk, he makes a complete and utter twat of himself by uttering some of the worst dialogue I have ever heard in any film ever, and it is so oh, out of place. Can't fight Maslow's Maslow's pyramid. Yeah. What the actual fuck? Why are we talking about Maslow's pyramid of needs in a fucking porn film? Was like, it something this isn't a that fucking she needed management to... seminar? What the well, fuck is he talking about? Who talks like that? 
Well, I think this is the, the writer. Um, I think this is just the writer going, I learned something in work. I need to That's fucking exactly true this in. That's exactly what it sounds like. I'm clever. I know about Maslow's Pyramid. And they double down on it later on. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, it's it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. It's ridiculous. Although it's not the worst line of dialogue because that comes later on. Oh, I don't know. Um, uh, when when we get the, to the scene with the police, remind me. Um, it's some they're... of the worst dialogue I've ever... They literally talk about the hierarchy of needs in a couple of lines' time. Like, who the fuck are these people? Unless they're like fucking management consultants, in which Maybe case they are. act like management consultants. Maybe they are, right? But I've been at events with people like that in my previous life. Okay, I have... I know people who like this stuff. I've been on these courses. I understand it. I'm, I've got CMI qualifications, okay? I've been in a room with these people. None of us talk shit like that outside of work. You just no. don't. It's, it's, because it's it doesn't like, apply anywhere. No, it's like fucking equations when you're in school. It's like algebra. Yeah. It, like, you don't need it in the real world. Yeah, there, okay? there are specific occasions when it comes up. Yeah, and you then need apart it. Apart from that. At work occasionally and even then if you learn it well enough whether you learn it well enough or not you do it subconsciously you recognize the pyramid after the fact yeah you put the pieces into place subconsciously because it's about people you don't just talk about it like nobody talks like this no not at all um it's just fucking ludicrous um and yeah so is this the point where she runs off and then it it she cuts. runs off and it becomes a perfume commercial for about it, two minutes. It does, but she's in a different fucking outfit at that point as well. Well, no, it's because at the pool, she's in a bathing costume and then oh, she just puts yes. a wrap around us. That, that's just a wrap. That's a, like a, that's right. Sorry, it is. And then, but then, because the, that's like midday and then it cuts to fucking... Well, she gets so fucked up, she loses about 12 hours, apparently. Well, yeah, and then all of a sudden she's wandering the streets, not knowing where the fuck she is and what's going on. And then all of a sudden... Oh, sorry, I've, I've missed a bit as well. When she leaves um, the table when he's embarrassing her, she first encounters Massimo, and he utters the line, are you lost, little girl? Yeah, where the fuck did that what come from, and how the is fuck? he? Well, that's it. So we get that. He utters this really creepy-as-all-hell line, and then she walks away, turns around, and he's gone. And, it, yeah, it's shot in a very trippy, dream-like way. Yeah. Which again, this whole thing really does feel like a fucking Dolce and Gabbana commercial or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just just with slightly more sex. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, yeah, it's it's really weird. So you get that, and then we get the bit by the pool where we find, which is the following day, and we find out that he's gone off to Mount Etna to his own, and oh, you we're supposed to go together, and how dare you leave me alone on my birthday? I fucking work on my birthday. Most people do. Birth, no, especially your nondescript 29th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not even a milestone birthday. It's fucking 29. There are people out there who really do make big deals out of their birthdays, though. So if she's one of those people, then I can accept that. I'm not, you're not, most of the people I know aren't. I do know one that makes a very, very big deal out of their birthday. Um, Horses for courses, you know? Um, but yeah, it's one of those. Again, it's just, um, from a personal perspective, I know birthday is just another day. I don't really give a fuck. Um, once you, you know, once you're an adult, they don't really mean anything. Once when you're a kid, they're good because you get presents, and you know, age is a very important status when you're a kid. So I get that, and I, I see that with one and two at the moment. No, number two is just turned six, and number one is just about to turn seven. So there's about a month whereby they're both the same age, and that's causing fucking chaos because you're not older than me anymore. I'm six, and you're six. 
No, fucking kid logic. So as a child, it matters. And then when you get into your teens and early adulthood, it matters because there are milestones. Now, when you're 16, you can do things. When you're 18, you can do things. When you're 21, not so much anymore in this country, but no, certainly in America, you can drink. So they're, they're milestones. But once you get past that milestone, there's fuck all else you can, you, you know, there's nothing you can't do because of your age, apart from draw a pension. Then what's the fucking point? It's just a day. It's just a number. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, but there are people out there for whom it's it's a thing. So it, it doesn't bother me that she's making this big thing about her birthday. Um, but, I mean, more weirdly, yeah, then we get the line about the hierarchy of needs, like, like just fuck off. And yeah. then they bring up her weak heart again. Yes. And again, it's as subtle as a fucking house brick. Oh, it's, it's a sledgehammer at the side of the head. Like, at this point, I'm thinking, right, this is obviously important. It felt like it was important the first time, but yeah. it's now been mentioned twice. So yes. rule of threes, something's going to happen with this. It's really fucking important. Yeah. Keep that in your back pocket. Um, yeah, so this is where she goes running off, actually. It's not where she gets lost. Yeah. It's here that she gets lost. You know, she's r- running around in a gown with this trippy fucking music. Yeah. Um, and then, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it's never really explained what, what happens, other than she runs off. Like, is she lost? You know, who are the people... Well, the people around. Are, presumably the people are his here? people. Presumably they're his people because everyone's his people. But, you know, so yeah, she runs off and then she walks into somebody who grabs her. And next thing is she wakes up in a bed fully clothed. And there's a line that he utters where it's along the lines of, oh, you must be tired. That'll be the sedative. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, no fucking shit, Sherlock. Even before that, like when it, this, this sequence where she's running around, I'm just like, right, like is she lost. Like I said, who are the people around there? Why are they there? And more to the point, who the fuck is she? Because it still hasn't been explained. Like at this point, well, yeah, why film, is she important? I have no fucking clue what is going on. Yeah, None. Well, I, I, I sort of, I was wondering, and I, I said to Tori, I asked if she was the girl on the beach, because that was that would be the only thing that made sense in the limited bit that Tori watched, and she wasn't sure because again, it's not fucking clear because you see her so fleetingly, but but then they do nothing to introduce her no. at all. So I mean I'm I'm at this point I'm like why why okay we're following this woman clearly she's no she's a lead but who is she yeah at this point I don't think I think we've only had her name once yeah she could be fucking anyone it makes no sense and then yeah she comes to and now Massimo mentions her fucking heart problem yeah because clearly everybody fucking knows about a weak heart because she's reacted badly to the sedative because he didn't know that she had a weak heart what but How he knew he everything else because he'd been. But this is the, like he he'd been he'd been stalking her. He had all this information on her, and he you know he knew about her boyfriend and the fact he was cheating, all this sort of stuff. So like he clearly has been following her for a while. Clearly, that's something you find out. If yeah. I kidnap you and drug you, are you likely to die? Surely that's part of your planning. It's like you number two so? on the checklist. Now find out where she lives. Is she allergic to latex? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like no, it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, Although I'm not sure Massimo would care. If she was dead at this point, as long as he could fuck her. Well, like, yeah, I was going to say, as long as she's still warm. I mean, as long as she dies with her mouth open, then he's golden, right? Well, what, once once Rigor Mortis wears off. Yeah, it's just open anyway. It's all open so, anyway. So he's golden, isn't he? You so, know, yeah, he, did, I mean, he did all the work with the stewardess anyway. I mean, he might break a neck or something, but, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, so, I mean, you get that, and then you get this really uncomfortable bit where she, she makes this the most fucking half-hearted attempt to escape I've ever seen. Yeah. And he, you know, he's, he pins her to a wall, and you no, know, he's got, his, and you know, he, he's, he pins her against the wall. He's got her arms behind her back, and you no, know, he's fucking inches from her face. And two blokes walk in, and again, showing what a complete fucking cock nozzle this guy is. 
doesn't even let it go. He looks over as if to say, what the fuck do you two want? I'm busy. Yeah, it's it's fucking all. And she has several opportunities to escape, mind you. She is worse at escaping than Theon fucking Greyjoy. It's <laughs> like fucking terrible. And they're oh, worse at taking prisoners than anyone in any film ever. Oh, yeah, um, it's just fucking bizarre. Like, and I, you know, I get that they again. They're trying to set it up that you know, this is going to be your home for the next twelve months because you're going to no, you're going to live here as my guest. No, you're not. You're not a prisoner. You're my guest. It's like no, it's Beauty and the Beast meets Fifty Shades meets it, it fucking really Sodom is, and Gomorrah. It really is Beauty and the Beast in more than yeah. more than one scene. There is a heavy yes, Beauty a, and the Beast. There's an awful lot of it. Um, and yeah, you know, it's let's say it's it's Beauty and the Beast meets hardcore porn um and to meet somewhere in the middle and it's just fucking horrible but so i mean no they they yes yeah, so this is your home and you go back so she immediately tries to escape fair play good honor gets as far as the courtyard and sees that they whack somebody she literally watches them shoot somebody she doesn't flinch she doesn't scream she just turns around and walks back to her bedroom yeah uh, what it's the fuck it's fucking ridiculous. She could have easily kept going, and they weren't watching her at all. Um, no, nobody was paying attention to her. So if but, that's the case, why didn't she just go over, go out the back door and over the wall? Yeah, it's at this point. I, I, I will apologise as well because I think we're. We, I think we've exceeded our um, our fuck count for the uh, for the episode. I think we've uh, scored more in this episode than we ever have. I kind of put a sort of disclaimer at the front, <laughs> didn't I? So um, like, maybe I'll count during the edit. But before. Before all of this is well, we get like the info dump before this, which yeah. comes with a flashback. Oh, fucking great. Um, just little sidebar here. Um, unless flashbacks are a deliberate a deliberate narrative device, see something like Memento. Yeah. Um, Pulp Fiction to a certain extent, because it's non-linear storytelling as mm. well. You could argue it works there. Yeah. Um, but as that probably is more non-linear storytelling. Anyway, I'm digressing. Unless flashbacks are a specific narrative device, if you find at any point that a writer has to resort to a flashback to give you an info dump, their story is broken, okay? It means you've got to this point of the story and gone, oh, shit, this isn't going to work because the audience doesn't know this. Yeah, the audience wasn't there for that. Fuck, they won't care about this unless I bring them up to speed. How do I do that? Okay, flashback. Now, mind you, that's not the same as like getting to the end of a narrative and having ta-da, a big reveal. That's a flashback as a narrative device, okay? That yeah. that works. This is literally, here's a bunch of information we need to explain, and we have no other way of giving you this information. Yeah, we haven't actually, set ourselves up well enough to do it. No, whereas actually if they'd have just front-loaded this information, it would have been fine. There is a for anybody who's interested in that kind of thing, there is a fantastic explanation of this on the director's commentary of Finding Nemo. It is yes. absolutely like it's storytelling 101. Um, I won't get into it here because they will they will do a far better job of explaining it than me. But it is absolutely correct, and I agree with them 100. percent um, This story is broken at this point. What little story there is, they've managed Let's to be fuck fair. Up. It's not broken at this point. It's been broken since they fucking turned the camera on. Yeah. What little story there there is is fucked up by this point. They've lost it. Okay. So we find out that he saw her on the beach. Yeah, we know. But why? Why was she on the beach? As we said. Okay. Um, but more I, importantly than that, right? In his house, above the fireplace, there's a, a ginormous fucking 60-inch... Uh, no, what would be a 60-inch uh, TV for normal people? There's a giant fucking portrait of a girl he saw once. Yeah. It's like Not only weird. why, because that's just fucking creepy as all hell. How is his memory of her so good that he can actually get somebody to draw a likeness of her? Yeah. 
I, I mean, no is it a drawing or is it a photograph? I couldn't it's, quite it's work paint, it out. It's a painting, I thought. Okay, yeah. So it's just fucking weird, isn't it? But there are a lot of little weird touches like that. Him showing up and saying, oh, you lost little girl, okay? There's this, that that whole sequence was trippy. There's this big painting in the house. And then he explains that he saw her when he was shot. When he was through, dying. When he was dying. And she has the weak heart. Um, okay, I'll get into it now. I was going to save it till the end. Yeah. But I'll get into it now. Um, so, because this is the point where I'm starting to put this together in the film. Like, it almost feels like there's a plot point here. Like, were they both having a near-death experience at the same time? Like, was yeah. she an apparition on the beach? Because his life was coming to an end. And so was hers because she has a weak heart. Because maybe she was having a heart attack. Maybe this is how she found out that she had the weak heart. And so, maybe they were both brought back from the brink at the same time. And so, they have some kind of weird cosmic astral connection. yeah. And I'm looking for all of this stuff at the moment because I'm a writer. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the thing. I mean, you get to a point, especially especially as a storyteller, be it, uh, um, be it as a, a filmmaker or an author or a, a, a cartoonist or anything else, you're looking f- you're looking for something to hang your story on because what you've seen so far, there's nothing there. So you're, I mean, when we do it week on week on uh, Game of Moments, we're looking for the things that connect. We're looking for things that bind. We're looking for something rational, not necessarily rational because, I mean, it's written, it can be anything. We're looking for something that binds it, something that can be explained. And I think you're right. I think at this point, I mean, there's no explanation for anything. So you you kind of want to read into something just to kind of push you along and keep you interested. And do you know what? And, if it had been, if it had have been that, if we'd have got to the end and it had been that, I think I would have appreciated it a little bit more because... I mean, they obviously haven't done that, so all of this stuff is just weird. Yeah. But had they done that, then I feel like they would have at least put the work in. Yeah. So I'd have been like, all right, that works. I don't care for all the fucking, but that works. But it's not that. So uh, at least it's not this time. Maybe in the other two books that's explained, but not here. Um. So yeah. basically, this has less plot than a pawn. So why don't you just make a fucking porn? Like, literally, porn films have more plot. Even when the plumber comes to fix the sink, that's a plot. The sink is broken. It It upsets the natural order of things. The plumber comes in, fucks the wife, fixes the sink, order is restored. Yeah. Yeah, That's a plot. That's actually a three-act structure. Yeah. Like, sink's broken. Yeah. There's your inciting incident. Plumber shows up to fix the sink, ends up having sex with the wife. There's your act two turnaround. Satisfied the wife, fixes the sink. There's your narrative conclusion. That's a three act yeah. structure. Yeah, this doesn't have any of that. that. It's it's just fucking. It's two hours of fucking and music. Yeah, um... Um, and and incidentally, just this scene as well is the first point where I think like Laura's got to converse in Polish quite a bit up until this point, and yeah, I think. To be fair, I don't know the actress's name. Okay, I haven't done any research. I think she's not bad. I think she's actually a fairly decent actress. But from here on out, whenever she's with Massimo, like, she clearly isn't an English speaker. Clearly not. So forcing her to deliver those lines in English means that she fucks up the syntax. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the dialogue is bad enough anyway. The the worst line I was thinking of when you were talking about the um, Maslow's Pyramid is... Her line saying, I'm not a bag of potatoes you can just transport without permission. Now, it's, the, the line is shit anyway. Now, whether that's a translation issue or a real fucking lack of imagination from the writer, I don't know. Don't really care. It's shit either way. But because she delivers it in such a way that the intonation is wrong. Yes. 
the intonations on bag or potatoes. And it's like, well, hang on, what are you fucking talking about? There were, well, multiple instances in this film where she's very, very bad, okay? And they're always when she's either talking in English and just mangling the lines completely because she clearly doesn't understand what she's saying. Um, Or at least, you know, she'll have some basic comprehension because you'd hope somebody would get that through to her, like, you know, the fucking director. Um, but, you know, it's the same thing with, like, early Arnold Schwarzenegger films, where, like, yeah. he will just, he doesn't quite have the delivery right. There's something stunted about it. Like, he he understands what he's putting over in, in his case, but there's always something slightly stunted about that delivery. So she has that, and she mangles those lines. But then, even more weird, and it happens several times, and I'll point them out as we go through, um, yeah. her reactions do not track with what is going on in the story for her character. Now, no. They are very good. I think her reactions are very, very good. Like I said, I think she's actually quite a capable actress, to be fair. Uh, so she's clearly been directed just incorrectly. There's no two ways. She's been told to do what she's doing, and she's done what yes. she's been told very well. It just doesn't fucking fit. Um, so I, I just wanted to quantify that as well. Like I, th- I think, to be fair, and actually, I, I think the do play Massimo, I don't think he's bad either. He's got a fair bit of charisma, which he would fucking need. Uh, oh, yeah. For something like this, but I just think they're very poorly directed. Um, so yeah, there's less plot than a pawn, blah 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 blah. Something about the hearts, blah 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 blah. Yeah, um, I mean, and then what? yeah, it's, I, I mean, I, I'm fucking lost. I've got to be honest. It's just fucking. I, 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 yeah. I mean, the whole the whole thing of it. I mean, I've as I watched it Friday, and I'm I'm now trying to remember bits. I'm trying to remember the order of bits. But, oh, so yeah, so so yeah, the next bit we get is is where. So that was that's all the the backstory, and then we get yeah. the, with the shoot the guy because that's the child, um, that, that's the the child trafficker because he he makes a big point about how there's a problem that the guy was selling children. Uh, oh yeah, so, that's right. So that but it's just not the same us, child trafficker as earlier, is it? No, but it's a child trafficker. So that just lets us know, you know, that that Massimo's he's a good uh, man. Yeah, he's a kidnapper with high moral standards. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's it's all good, you know. Um, and then that's... she manages to get from the shower outside to witness this without anyone stopping her at all yeah. which just i find very hard to believe um well yeah it's it's, it's hardly a well-fortified mafioso complex is it no now now here's a bit that caught me off guard and made me eat my fucking hat but i still don't think it's it's good because she then she thinks she wakes up in bed in different clothes Yes. And I instantly, the very first thing I thought in the next scene was, okay, who's changed her and why is Massimo's shirt off? Yes. And then Massimo explains it because they clearly know that this is a problem for everyone. Well, so they explain why part of it. They, do don't, it? they don't explain why her shirt is off, but they explain that somebody else, somebody, I, I didn't touch you, the, the maid changed you. So why, Which... why bother changing her? Just. Just a thought. Like if you've if you know that your audience is gonna go, ew, then why do it? Yeah, just don't fucking just don't bother don't with that scene. Fucking do it because you you obviously know it's wrong. Okay. Somebody obviously felt bad about this to add that line. They felt bad about this, but not the rest of the fucking film. I, I mean this is this is one of those moments though that makes me just go, ew. Like that I mean that's probably she's she's unconscious. That is properly taking advantage of her. Well, it, it would have been, yeah. Uh, just just Ew, his shirt's off because his fucking shirt's off because he's Massimo. But oh, yeah, that's true. You know, um, yeah, it's, that just so I had to eat my hat because they explained it. But 
just don't do it in the first place. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, again, it's just creepy as all hell. And then this is the first place where her reactions are wrong. You know, so it's so. Oh, we've skipped over the bit where he gives her 365 days as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Explain it. Oh, yeah. like, why the fuck 365 days? So, again, he explains that the maid changed her and he gives the whole spiel about how she is going to love him. And he lays down the law and he's getting quite firm here. And yeah, then when yeah. he leaves, her reaction is to roll her eyes as if, like, oh, I can't even with this guy. Never mind. Yeah. And slump on the bed like she's having a bad day. Like, She's been fucking kidnapped and just seen a guy shot. Yeah. How is that an appropriate reaction? And she does it very well. But how is that an appropriate reaction? Yeah. Like, I totally buy She totally sells to me that she's just going like, oh, fuck, that was a rough day. But that's not correct. (laughs) Well, I mean, personally, I've, I've never been kidnapped and made somebody sex monkey. But I don't think that's how I'd react in that instance. I don't think that's how any sane person would react. But anyway, we don't get too long to think about it because within seconds, suddenly we've strolled into porno pretty woman. And we go on this shopping montage where he's buying... There are four of these fucking things. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of shopping montages. Yeah. And and, and again, you think, well, they they, they want to... No. Again, they're trying to make it that he's giving her a better life and she's getting all these things out of it. All this this material crap that, no, the thing she wants is to be fucking let go. Or uh, no, as a normal no. person would, anyway. Clearly, the thing that she really wants, the thing that she really, really wants, is a good fucking chokehold. Because well, yeah, that nothing says romance like choking a girl out, does it? Well, well, that's it. You know, it's what, uh... this is the point where I think I texted you, and I this is the point where I was like, I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's a point later on where I was very nearly done, and I, I yeah. kind of started instigating the discussion with you of like, do we actually have to watch this? But this was the first point. Like, he puts a chokehold on her, and I was just like, I, I don't know about this. I, this is, I, I'm, I'm not comfortable. I'm really not comfortable with this. Um, yeah, it's just horrible. I'm sorry, it's horrible. <laughs> I, again, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But this is not consensual. Clearly, he is choking her. It's it's not on. It's just not on. Um, ugh. Uh, and then again, though, once he lets her go, they just let her run. Just let her run yeah. out through the street. You know, off she goes. She gets to a point where she sees some guards, who it quickly yep. becomes obvious are in Massimo's pocket. Yep. But she's on a balcony overlooking the sea. Fucking jump. Jump, yeah. Like, He's probably going to kill you anyway, so just fucking jump and swim for it. Yeah, jump. Uh, we get some more awful soundtrack. Yep. Um, I just, oh, fucking hell. So, to, but to make up for the chokehold, they have a nice fancy dinner by the pool. So at this point, I have, you know, I have kept notes as usual, and I have written it, you know, because this scene looks quite nice, and I've written, ooh, a fancy dinner with Candelabra. Are, don't get me wrong, there are, um, in terms of the actual setting and the cinematography, there are some quite nice shots. It's, it's quite nice, I've, I've written, you know, just a nice fancy dinner with yeah. Candelabras by the pool, looks nice. They better fucking sing and dance, or I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> you know, in fact, I've written, if they don't start fucking singing, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Um, guess what, listeners? <laughs> No fucking singing, no grey stuff. It's not delicious. No, None of that. It was, it was more white and definitely not delicious. No, I mean at the very least, yeah, make a joke out of it like that. At the very, like, look, acknowledge what you're fucking doing here, please. Well, yeah, exactly. Throw us a bone. We all fucking know 
So at least give us a cheeky nudge and a wink for fuck's sake. Um, otherwise, it's just crass. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry, but it is. I'm, I'm, um, I'm sorry. Are, are, we, are we saying the rest of this film isn't crass? Oh, uh, no, it's all crap. But like, it, it's the difference between ripping something off and paying homage, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. Um, but the way they talk, again, it, you know, over dinner, like, these are the two most boring people on the planet. Well, let's be fair, they're not being paid to talk, are they? Bearing in mind, she's some sort of high flying business executive that we don't quite understand. Yeah. And he's a literal fucking gangster. Yeah. They are so fucking boring. It is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and then when she says, um, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I don't know if I can even say it with a straight face. Um, there's a line where she says, what do you do? And he says, I do business. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like the little kid in Bojack Horseman. <laughs> I can't <laughs> think of his name. now. No, I know the one you mean. But it's like the little kid that goes to the office to do business and has had a hard day doing business. <laughs> like, what? How is that a thing that you say? What do well, you do? I do business. Well, yeah, and this is it. And like, no, this, this whole thing of um, she says something like, oh, if you're going to keep me here, I need to know what I'm getting into. Or if you, if you want me to love you, I need to know what I'm getting into. And again, that's rational, but again, he's fucking kidnapped you. There's yeah. no impetus for you to do anything other than run like, fuck you, stupid woman. It's, oh, it's just fucking, it's terrible. And the dialogue is awful. Like, there is a point, like I've written it here, with, with I do business, I have written here, like, this dialogue is so bad. Like, this has got to be an error in transcription, right? But no, no it I can't be, it is. can it? Because she, she, she responds to it. It's awful, awful, awful. So, yeah, they have this exchange... Just like in Beauty and the Beast, she ends up going back to her room in a bit of a huff. Her wardrobe doesn't even fucking talk, by the way. No. So, but is this the bit where her laptop and her phone are now back in her room? Yes. Okay. Just, like, how does she not immediately call for help? Well, but, okay, so she rings her mother back yeah. in Poland, not the fucking police, not Interpol, not the fucking army. Oh, no, I've got a new job. She accepted that very fucking quickly, didn't she? I've got just... a new job in the best hotel in... Sicily or wherever it is. Well, no, you haven't. You're a fucking prostitute. Why? Yeah. Why does she feel the need to lie? Like, what? Just phone the fucking policewoman. And if, if, if you're not going to do that, if you're not going to say, if you're not, if you are actually at the point thing where I'm going to accept his offer, I'm going to stay here because fuck it, I'll get some free stuff out of it, whatever. Why bother ringing your mother to lie? It's not as if she's rung you and you've been caught out and you've got to think on your feet. She has gone out of her way to ring her mother. Yeah. Or if, if, if she has made that decision, then again, we as audience members need to know that because well, you're yeah. not signifying it at but that's, any that's point. That's the first time we've had it. No. I because mean, she, I mean, we have... literally two scenes ago, she tried to fucking escape when they were shopping. Well, this is it. And we, we had the line in the last scene where she says, oh, if, I'm, if you want me to love you, I need to know who you are. Okay, fair enough. That, no, that can be said at, no, at any point in the situation without it being loaded. Are we meant to take it that that's a loaded line where she's saying, okay, well, you start being honest with me and I'll stay? Because that's not what she fucking says. Yeah. I think it's it's a very poorly handled attempt at giving her some agency. Like she says to him, I want my phone and I want my laptop. And she's very firm. And yeah. then she gets her phone and she gets her laptop. What she doesn't get is consent in any way, shape or form. 
So let's not mistake the two. At no point does she say this is okay. No. At no point does she give him consent. Okay. So let's not try and mistake the two here. This makes no fucking sense. No, and I th- that's the only thing I can think is that this is her acceptance of the situation. Yes. But she has oh, that's what the, it she hasn't signified it. Yeah, she hasn't signified to the audience at, at this one. She hasn't signified it to him either. No, no, she does later. Yeah, like she, eventually, but not until he, a bunch of creepy shit has happened. Yeah, we'll um, get it. Yeah, I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, next scene, like now, apparently he's fucking sleeping next to her. Yeah, like, he just creeps in and fucking you no know, slides on in. No as clothes far as on. we know, she's not consented to that. And if nope. she did, I feel like we as audience members really needed that information. Well, yeah, because at this point, if she has consented, even to him just being there, even if they don't do anything, if she has consented, there's a change in their dynamic. Yes. If she hasn't, then why does she get up and not go, who the fuck are you, what are you doing, what the fuck are you doing in my bed, what are you doing? No exactly. reaction. Exactly. Oh, and then, you know, just I'm to double down on this that, fucking film. it's not a chokehold, but he does grab her around the neck. Yep. It's horrible. It's it's so... Look, maybe this is me. Maybe this is baggage I have. I'm not aware of any such baggage in my fucking past. But to me, this is just disgusting. I find this disgusting. Um, It's horrible. Um, And then they have a heated exchange, which has a lot of fucking words in it, especially from Massimo. Like, so many words, I can't even track them. Like, uh, again, who talks like this? Like who? This, what nationality was the writer? You know, is this a case of it's She's a Polish, Polish, right? So is this a Polish writer trying to write yeah. in English? And I don't know. I mean, like overcompensating. I've got, I've, you know, I've got the, I've got some info on the writer here. Uh, where's it gone? Uh, so her name is Blanka Lipinska. So she's a Polish cosmetologist who's younger than us, and is known for her erotic trilogy. Um, which is uh, she co-wrote the screenplay for and has a cameo in it. So she's born in Poland, um, graduates high school, goes on to become a cosmetologist, and then decides actually she wants to be a hypnotherapist, and now writes porn. So she she writes it in Polish, and they've been translated. So I don't know whether it's a translation issue, but if it's if it's not, and it's her writing it, her grasp of English is fucking atrocious. It's better than my Polish, but I wouldn't try and write something in Polish. No, and, and if I think did, it would probably sound like this. Well, yeah, but you'd find somebody who spoke Polish or at least some form of hybrid German and get something that was actually, you know, people can actually speak. Yeah, you do the fucking research. Um, Because, honestly, this is like, for a heated exchange, this just, it kills the scene completely. Like, he has so many fucking words. Yeah. Uh, So many words. Um, So, yeah. Is this a show of it? Um, no, this is where they're arguing. Well, they they go, they have the shower together, don't they? But they, yeah. they have like a bit of an argument, and he just loses his shit. But, That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's just talking in massive sentences when, like, he's lost his shit. He should just be like effing and Jeffing, yeah, really. Yeah, it's yeah, and and it's like again, it doesn't track. Like some people lose their shit internally, and so. You know, they will be very intense and speak very deliberately and can get a lot of words out and be just bubbling over with anger. Yeah. But he's not doing that. He's ranting and raving. So it should be short staccato bursts. Um, it's it's just fucking terrible. Um, so then, then we get to the plane. 
Oh, fuck now, the plane. Now, why is she tied down on the plane? So, like, what's she going to do? Fucking skydive? Like, they've... Well, they let I, I can't remember because like, they let her sort of escape three times already. Why are they concerned yeah. all of a sudden? But this whole thing of that she's she's like, I'm not going anywhere. So then they carry her onto the plane and she's over the shoulder kicking and screaming because you no, know, she hasn't fucking tried to run away already. So then they put like 19 seatbelts on and duct tape her hands. I'm sure if there's a crash, she cannot go into the brace yeah. position. None of this. <laughs> <laughs> so she's dead before she starts. None of this tracks, though, does it? The kicking and screaming like a brat. No, because she at this point she's already accepted. She's what's going accepted on. it. That would have been funny, or not, not funny, funny, but you know what I mean. It's, it's played yeah. for laughs often. You, you yeah, know, you pick the small rich girl up and she kicks, and like that's yeah. a trope. Okay, it's played for laughs. Often. Line, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, you said she was spirited or something. Like yes, they, they tried to make light of it, and that would have that would have tracked like Earlier. right at the start. Yeah, doesn't track here because we've had too much. But then, like I say, the, the tying her down and everything, like she's she, you've already let her try and escape. You're now about to go on a fucking plane. Yeah, where's like, she going to go? Thousands of feet up. Like, what? Yeah, what the fuck is she going to do? Like, she's not going to just skydive all of a sudden. Yeah, and she, she's, she's not, not going to crash the plane because she'll fucking die. Yeah, so basically, she's tied it, down. It's just so he can get a finger in. It is purely so he can grope her without consent. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, as he said many times, he will not do anything to her without, without her permission. Yeah. Except, apparently, grope her while she's tied up and doesn't give consent. This was the point, listeners, where I text Mark and said, I think I'm done. Yeah. This was the point where I said, okay, now this is just rape. Like, this has gone past it now. This is, this is just totally wrong. Totally, totally wrong. And I cannot believe... It is being shown in what is essentially a mainstream film. It's and and he gets no comeback from it whatsoever. There is well, no uh, repercussion. And the thing is, when when it when he finishes and she, he repeats her line because she she gets revved up in the shower and he said you've got to earn it or something like that. So then he 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 starts fingering it, pulls out and says you've got to earn the pleasure. Goes back while she's there grimacing and she's clearly fucking disgusted. He goes back now as a laugh with his mates. Yeah. He is literally laughing with the boys about the fact he just molested this woman. It's like he's just sexually assaulted this woman and having a bit of a fucking laugh about it. I feel sick talking about it now. I, it's it's wrong. This is just wrong. I'm sorry, it's wrong. This yeah. this should not. How the fuck? How the fuck does this this get past a censor? How well, does I, this? Happen? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, the fact it's straight to DVD, probably or straight to um, straight to home release would help. Um, but oh fucking! I it just don't know. shows you how fucked up censorship is. Like, well, yeah, you can't, yeah. can't use certain curse words more than a few. You can't times. have a headbutt. No, can't but, have a headbutt, hey, but you can show fucking molest a woman and choke her out. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and, and that's not in a restricted eighteen or anything like that. That's just in a pure fucking. Is this? I'm assuming this is an eighteen, but it might even be a fifteen because you don't fucking see anything. Yeah, it's, it's Netflix, so it will have a rating because they do have, have a rating. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't check. So no, I stopped, I stopped I, I, checking when I was like 12 because it stopped well, becoming fun. Well, that's it. I mean, when I, that's, I don't know, I'm, I'm slightly, uh, I'm, I'm tall, I look older than I am. So from the time I was about 14, I was able to get into 18 films in the cinema. So I stopped fucking caring. It's just one of those. You know, it's a film. Um, but yeah, it's just it's, the whole, the whole, the whole premise of it is hokey as all crap anyway. Um, and then you get into the fucking, the actual nitty gritty of it. 
the fucking of it, if you will. And it just gets worse. But I mean, so you get this bit, and then so the the plane lands, and is this the bit they go to the hotel and you get the chaining the chaining up scene, or is that later? Um, no, it's it's more or less here. Um, we get another montage first. Um, right. Yeah. And her, right. her reactions again are so fucking confusing in this montage. Yeah. Um, because then, yeah, again, she's playing. She's playing it like we've no, we've not had any interaction between them before. Yeah, and and she's playing it as she's been directed. Uh, I've no doubt about oh, yeah. that. Her it reactions definitely... are good, but they're confusing. Um, and then yeah, then we get um this this scene where she's eating a fucking ice cream and she wipes the oh. ice cream off her lips. Um, That's right. Yeah. So so now she's teasing him. Yeah. I'm really fucking confused now. Yeah, because this is the second time we've had it, but we still don't know that she's actually on board with this whole fucking kidnapping. No, no because she's back and forth. Again, I blame the director here. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I mean, she can only go with what she's given. Yeah, and, like, if this is supposed to be some kind of fucked-up, perverse wish-fulfillment fantasy, then, look, can we at least fucking go for it? Because, yeah, like, this, this film is just... It doesn't know what it wants to be. It, it swings from like the choking and the groping to like slightly suggestive licking of ice cream off off lips. Like, oh look, the ice cream's supposed to be spunk. Oh, uh, aren't we clever? Yeah. Like, fnar fnar. Like, go for it or don't. Like, I, I, that is the fundamental problem with this film. Well, besides the fact it's morally reprehensible, the the main problem with this okay. film for me is that if you want to make a porno, just make a fucking porno yeah just be be true to yourself don't be a prick tease like just do it like i and i tell you for one thing if you had made a porno we wouldn't be fucking watching it because you know rape doesn't float my boat so i no. could bypass this whole fucking thing save myself two hours and a bleach shower so <laughs> you know yeah using a cheese grater for a loofah really doesn't fucking do it i'm, I'm still feeling gross after watching this uh, yeah horrible um so yeah there's, there's that with the ice cream and then yeah they chain her up so i mean that'll make her fall in love with him won't it let's chain her well, up. of course it will yeah let, let's subject her to a bit of fucking bondage and I mean, this is the scene of tom Brady. so they, she goes into the room to go dim a little bit and then again she goes to his room she yeah. goes to go to him not again at, at no point am i saying any of this is her fault but she certainly once she's in the situation she certainly doesn't do anything to get out of it so she goes to, to the room to goad him. He ends up chaining her to the bed. And we get no, there's this fucking telescopic device, which basically every time she struggles, it forces her legs further apart. So she's on the bed, legs akimbo, strategic rope and heels, because obviously fucking heels. Um, and at this point, we think, right, he's going to no, he's going to give her what for. And that's going to be the end of it. But no, he, well, he actually says the... it, doesn't he? He says, I'll do anything I want with you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what happened to I wouldn't do anything without your yeah, permission. I'll, You're my yeah, angel. I won't touch you. Yeah, I won't touch you without your yeah. permission. I'm so doing I'll this do because it. I love you. Yeah, you know, I'll I don't do know what happened I to want. that. I'll do anything I want. So I'll bring in some random whore. And yeah, to show you what you're missing. To show you what you're missing. And again, proceeds to skullfuck her for 20 seconds. Yeah, that's now, the bit I couldn't get. I'm going I'm to show sorry, you what you're missing. Fucking yeah. nothing, apparently, because all yeah. he does is fuck her mouth hole again. Yeah. For about 20 seconds. Now, I'm not being funny. That's not really anything to be proud of, is it? No, I mean, I'm sure she can manage to go through the rest of her life without being face fucked. fucked. Yeah. yeah. I, you um, know. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, there's that. And again, I mean, I, I made my comments earlier on. I, I, I don't... I, I I don't see the appeal of being the giver in that situation. No. But again, no. she gets up, wipes a bit of spunk off her lips, and fucks No, up. no, she doesn't though. She wipes her lips, but there's nothing there. Like we've we've 
We've had well, you the can't ice show it because okay, it, because it's because they they can't show it because that would make it pornographic, even though they haven't seen the actual deed. You wouldn't know. So she, she gives like a little, little fucking slide away. Yeah, but that's ice cream is not spunk. Um, so yeah, she she walks past and giving her, her lip, bottom lip a bit of a suggestive wipe, even though nothing's fucking happened. And then he comes over and licks the inside of her thigh, which again isn't rape, but it's fucking assault. And then so he puts the fear of God into her, and then he lets her go. Yeah. I mean, I, I have written at that point, like, yeah, I know technically in the letter of the law that isn't rape, but I'm sorry, it is. Uh, especially it's still, when, it's still fucking wrong. Especially when combined with the line, you're immobilized enough that you can't resist me anymore. Yeah. This is actual rape now. Rapey, rape, rape, rapey, rape, rape. Fuck this shit is what I've written. Maybe that's what he was going to try next. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's. I'm sorry, it's just... It's fucking just wrong. Disgusting. Whatever semantic argument you put on it about it being technically not rape, and that's what it is. It's, it's semantic argument. Yes, yeah, technicalities. It's, it's I, still. It's. I mean, at best, it's sexual assault. Yeah. Which is still fucking bad enough. Yeah. Um. And there's still, Mark. There is still a fucking hour left of this film. There's not an hour left. This podcast. I haven't got that much left in me. There's an hour left of this film at this point. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, and now, by the way, they've gone to the next stage in their relationship, and she's now not allowed to dress how she wants either. No. She has to have his approval on outfits now as well. Yeah. So, obviously, the first thing she does is put on a dress that barely covers her minge. And yeah. T- well, that's the thing, isn't it? She's she's spunky. She's rebelling. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. She's resisting him. Yeah. yeah. Why doesn't and... she just fucking escape then? Yeah, why don't she just leave? Because you know, you've got the thing where he's not even there at the hotel at this point or the complex, wherever it is, his fucking servant is there to take her to the club. So why doesn't she just go out the fucking side door, get in a taxi, and fucking leave? Go to a police station, say, I'm being held against my will, I probably don't have my passport with me, because that's not the fucking arsehole's probably got it with it, he's probably stolen it, and keeping it so I can't escape. Help me. Help me, please. I'm fearful for my life. Yeah. But no. She instead, she goes, gets drunk, and fucking dry humps another mafioso who then tries to rape her. Ah, yeah. See, that... That's for reference. Just in case you were confused, he's a real rapist. Yeah, so he, he's, he's, he's a villain. So that the nice smiley rapist can come and save her. Yes, that's so, what it is. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, I will, I will never go. Out, I'll never go out and say, well, it's her fault because she shouldn't have been acting that way, dressed that way, suggesting what's suggested, and all that. If no, if a man decides to attack a woman or to force himself on a woman, that is wrong, regardless of what she was wearing, what she said, anything like that. It's or Still if a fucking, or I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna back up a few steps there, and it, a woman can do this to a man as well. Oh, absolutely, this is, yeah. This absolutely, isn't gender specific. No, oh, a woman can it's, do it to another woman. Like yeah, there's no, it's, it's, it's wrong. Consent. And it's, 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 it's never implied consent. It's never, oh well, there was enough going on that they, they probably no, they were asking for it. No, somebody asking for it says, please do me behind the bins or whatever you're gonna fucking say in this circumstance. Which oh, says, you're, I want you're to have classy, sex. Mark. You're real classy, you. <laughs> Uh, you can take the boy up at all, but you know. Um, but you know, it's it's at any point asking for it is impl- explicitly saying I want to have sex. That is no. That is the only time where you can say, oh well, they're asking for it. At no point by dressing, let's be fair, dressing like a fucking hooker because she did, mm-hmm. acting like a fucking hooker. Neither of those things mean she's a hooker. No, absolutely not. And, and need to be entitle this fucking arsehole to then be all over and trying to rape her on, on a fucking pole dancing stage. To be fair, the one time that I think this film sticks its flag in the sand and in the right patch of sand is in this next scene where she argues with him and says categorically, 
Oh, so it's my fault your friends tried to rape me. Fuck off. Enough. Yeah. Right. Great. Fantastic. That is how she takes agency. That's fine. Okay? Like, it doesn't excuse everything that's gone, but is acknowledging that it's wrong. And she realizes that it's wrong and she is taking charge. She's not playing with him anymore. Hmm. Like, this is, there's no more prick teasing. There's no more, I'm going to tease you a bit. You can tease me a bit. This is like, I have had enough. This is non-consensual. I have had a fucking enough. And yeah, she tells but, him in no uncertain terms. Yeah, but, it, but it's interesting that that's the line that it takes, is that somebody else trying to rape her is the line as opposed to being kidnapped oh, yeah. and fucking molested and all the rest of it. Yeah, well, that's that's so that we as an audience know that he, like I said, he's the friendly rapist and she actually yeah, quite, he, like, quite likes him. Despite yeah. the fact that as soon as she does stand up to him, and I shouldn't laugh, he pushes her off a fucking boat. Well, this is it. And I, I mean, you get this. So they're arguing. He pushes her. And then she she falls overboard, lands quite kind of awkwardly. Fine, I get it. All the rest of it. He then does a really good fucking swan dive. It's a Lara Croft esque swan dive, except not under concrete because nobody's trying to kill him. And he dives in and pulls her out of the water. But before that, like we just have to acknowledge the fucking actual take of her falling off the boat, where <laughs> she's clearly swapped for a dummy. Oh God, clearly. yeah. Right, there's, there's and, no and he's diving like with the dummy has both its arms out and his legs in the air. And his reaction, and if you missed this, Mark, just go back and watch his reaction in this shot. Because not only does the match on action not work, because he yeah. goes from pushing her to like to, shocked essentially, but the way he sells shock and horror at pushing her off the boat is worthy of Hulk Hogan. It's <laughs> it's unbelievable it is absolutely hilarious and look i'm fucking horrified by the actions and i and i should be and i've quantified this in my notes like i feel really bad for laughing at it because i mean it's horrible like it's another is another instance of assault from him you know he's choked her he's grabbed her by the neck he's done everything short of slap her around and here he's basically doing that by by pushing her so hard she falls off the boat but it's so bad it's yeah. so bad that it's hilarious. Yeah. Like I, I missed his reaction because I was too busy laughing at the dummy. Because you see, have to go back and watch his reaction. I'll, I'll, I'll pull that out. But it's it's the the whole thing of the dummy. As I said, the the arms are out and the legs are above the head because of the way they've thrown it. But there's no organic movement. There's no no. There's nothing of the uh, no where if you were falling, you were trying to arch you back. So you, you don't land. No. So you, you more more or less diving and you're going in shallow rather than landing flat because you get that slapping um, effect. There's no, there's no tr- attempt at self-rescue in no. this fall whatsoever. And <laughs> I was just pissed myself for that. I missed the reaction. I have to come back and watch it. Oh, please do. And, and then it's followed up again by just laughable dialogue where she comes she comes to and he says to her, I'm so grateful you're alive, but at the same time, I want to kill you. Yeah, and the whole thing, her thing of, you saved me. I'm going to suck your dick. It's like, I mean, who knew? This was all he had to do. He went to all this expense, bought her all of these nice clothes, did yeah, a fancy dinner. All he had to do was beat her around a bit, nearly kill her, and then save her life. That's all he had to do. Yeah. And she's his. Like, instantly, she does a complete 180 from fuck you, I've had enough, to just... Take me anywhere just you spit want. roast me. Just do anything you want. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm yours. Like, yeah. complete 180. I mean, I don't know whether... You know, maybe the water was really cold and it fucked her up in the head. I don't know, but well, it's quite <laughs> like, it's quite funny actually because on the on the wiki page, um, when it talks about the boat, um, it's uh, um, 
As they argue, Laura falls into the water, not is pushed, and completely panics, thinking she's going to die by drowning, which affects her heart condition. Where the fuck does that come from? Fuck knows. Because, it, yeah, that is not brought up at all. Um, no. and, and at this point, it, it just kind of becomes rapey overboard at this point. <laughs> like, because she changes character completely. Well, the, this is the start up. of the character change. There's an even bigger fucking character change later on, which really oh, pissed yeah, me off. Total fucking change. But that's why um, I say... We'll, we'll overboard, get to that shortly. It's like, it's like your whole personality has been erased from here on out. Yeah. Um, this is it. And so then all of a sudden you get this really... I mean, this is a good... I, I don't mean good as in quality. I mean good as in in, in terms of the length. This is a good five minutes worth of really oh. uncomfortable pseudo-porn. Oh, I mean, I, during our uh, text exchange, you, you said to me there's a montage that makes Team America look ridiculous. And, it, like, there's been several montages already. So there's, I texted yeah. back, didn't I, saying, like, oh, yeah. I've already seen loads of the montages. They're really bad. And you were like, no, you'll know the one. Yeah. And I got about two minutes or so into this one and I was like, Jesus Christ, how long is this going to go on? And it just kept doubling down and doubling down and doubling down. And so I texted you like, OK, I'm there now. Yeah. Like of all the stuff, like he fucks her in every like this is the Karma Sutra set to music. Yeah. Like, and it, not it, good music either. No, it's fucking ridiculous. It is a Team America level montage. But the one thing out of all of it, the one thing that we absolutely did not need. And I cannot ever erase from my memory is. because my eyes have seen it is the fucking close up of the spit take. <laughs> Why? I know. Why? Not even actual porn bothers giving that that much fucking attention. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. And I've, um, I was, I've done. I'll say research in the in a broad sense. Um, I've got some newspaper articles about this. Um, about this, and there's um, and they've done an interview with the cinematographer, and they're talking about how long it took to do the um the sex scenes, and the cinematographer said no, they um they wanted the camera to be as invisible as possible, so we let them act, and the takes were very long. They were probably just fucking. I I don't I, think anybody was acting at this point. There are definitely scenes later on where I have been watching it and it like my thought process is going like you you can't fake that no they're fucking yeah if and, and and that comes as someone who has had to think very long and hard about how to make fucking look real without having people fuck and in the end after talking to the performers involved decided not to even do it so they are definitely fucking a point I'm convinced yeah. of it well, I'm convinced I'll, I'll, I'll follow that up with this. It's a, another quote from the cinematographer. It says, we wanted the viewer to hear their whispers, heavy breathing, show the sweat, the passion, etc. We want to be natural and authentic, but not cross the border into pornography. Well, you fucking failed miserably there, you, you cunt. You absolutely... I'm, I'm convinced, especially when he's taken her from behind. Hmm. I am convinced that they're fucking... Because yeah. I... Well, I mean, we're in an age of digital effects, I suppose. So, you, you I guess you can, you can touch things up, but... It really fucking looks like he's penetrating her. Oh it, yeah, it really. Like their movements are too in sync, aren't they? Like it. Yeah. I, I mean, in all fairness, like, with the, the 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 two crass blowjobs we've had so far, you don't see anything. The this one here on the boat where she starts sucking him off, unless the, unless he's got a fucking salami strapped on and his dick is got is pointing downwards. From the there's a, there's enough that you can see to think, hang on, has she got a cock in her mouth? Yeah, it's it's. This, this montage is just gross. And but at this point, I was I was very glad that Tori fucked off to bed. 
but it's fucking hilarious. It goes on so long that yes. you forget it's gross and it just becomes hilarious. Like absolutely hilarious. It's way, way, way too long. Um, so then they've had their fucking, you know, we're supposed to be titillated by them. These are now supposed to be our ciphers and our objects of desire. Yeah. And so then, of course, they follow that up by dressing her like a middle-aged lady on a fucking trip to the Mediterranean with a little pink hat. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Who the fucking wardrobe thought that hat was a good idea? It's probably a case they didn't think about it at all. I mean, oh, fuck, it's really hot. And we're going, it's really sunny. We're not to glare off her forehead. We need a hat. Anyone got a hat? Anyone I'll in the crew you, got a hat? I'll tell you exactly what it is. What it is, is they didn't get the shot and had to reshoot it. And they'd already bleached her fucking hair is what oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's what it fucking is. Just saying. Um, <laughs> but you could have done better than that. Well, yeah. Could have done better than that disgusting pink fucking hat. Wig. That was just Let's be fair. Fucking wig. around that day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she just looks like a fucking middle-aged housewife at, at this point. It, it becomes Shirley Valentine for a minute. Um, yeah. And then, as if this film wasn't offensive enough already, here come the blatantly gay fashionistas to completely... Oh, what do you mean they, what do you mean they were gay? Did you, you not realise they were gay? They were gay? I, I thought no, they were I, I, I thought that's the way all fashionistas were. I mean, I, my only experience was Mr. Doubtfire, and they weren't gay, right? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just... God, it's horrible. It it's is. just fucking horrible. I, again, it was another thing where I, I burst out laughing at, how, at just how uncomfortable it made me. Yeah. Uh, it's Oh, Jesus. Um, so they come in, dollar up for this ball that they're going to. Yeah. And then they go to like this kind of eyes wide shut masquerade ball deal. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. There's going to be like orgies and stuff now, right? Yeah, that's kind of no, that's where they're going at this point. We've I know where it's going. We've just um, we've just had the mass, no, the, the big fuck scene. So clearly now that's where this film is going. You've got to escalate it. We're going to go to an orgy. Yeah. But except she seems to be like one of maybe five or six people at the masquerade ball wearing a mask. Yeah. He's not. Well, it's it's kind of like she a swingers is. party because none of the men are. No, but the women all are. the women are. Yeah. I say all, I mean about three, because the rest well, of them are just the back of the know as well as You know as well as any other man that the face doesn't matter. It's like a name, innit? Who cares? Or a personality. We don't need those things. Don't be well, silly. Yeah. Just put a mask on it. It's fine. Absolutely, yeah. You know, if you can't see a face, it wasn't real. It wasn't cheating, was it? Absolutely, yeah. You know? Um, so we then have this kind of erotic dance sequence. So after they've spent five minutes, a good five minutes fucking... Yeah. We now get this scene where they're supposedly teasing each other. Yeah. Except now, one thing I, n- I never get right with films because we've seen them fucking. Yeah. One thing I, I never get with films like this, right? They, they, they do this whole thing where like ballroom dancing is is erotic and because it, it's all the closeness and shit like that. Where does everybody learn to do the fucking tango? I'm uh, nearly forty. I don't know how to do the fucking tango. It's well, it's quite easy. You pay money to the shopkeeper. You get the can. You pull it and you drink the tango. It's easy. Oh, yeah, um, but then that'll kill me. Yeah, probably. Um, no, it's just one of those accepted film rules. Film rules. Yeah, isn't everyone it? can do the look. fucking tango, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, also, not everybody looks like these two fucking supermodels, do they? Well, so, yeah, true. Um, but it, it, this just makes no sense. Why didn't this film happen, uh, this scene happen, like, ten minutes ago, before yeah. they fucked? Because then that gives us a little bit of an arc, at least. You know, yeah. she doesn't all of a sudden change personality. We understand that she's got to be closer to him because they've yeah. had this kind of close physicality so, yeah, and there's she's a had a nice night with him at the ball and it's been quite romantic. Yeah. Uh, but it's too no. late for that. Yeah, because they've already fucked. And instead of that, they say, well, we'll do that and then we'll introduce it to 
this ex-girlfriend come fucking the, other, the other, most... other mob family, whatever. Yeah, and like, okay, it kind of goes somewhere at the end, but the, like this bit, I was like, she showed up and straight away I've written, oh, what's this? I smell a threesome. Yeah. Goes fucking nowhere. But that is absolutely how it's set up, is it not? Yeah. It, it is absolutely like they're at a masquerade ball. Here's a blonde. She's a brunette. It's a threesome. Yeah. Guaranteed. And then she's the point where she's like, oh, maybe I should kill her. Well, no, because then you're just ramping the tension up for when they eventually fuck. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a threesome. It's, it's the whole Wild Things um, yeah. act one. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't happen. Instead, there's just some more fucking between them. And it really is just porn at this point. Yeah, this, yeah, is where, this is the scene where I'm convinced they're actually fucking. Yeah, there's no... There's, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to use this word. There's no story impetus to this, to this particular batch of fucking. No, no. It's As just opposed to all the other fucking. Just fucking. Yeah. Uh, and then he tells her that she can go now. Yuck. Just... Yeah, I've, I've, so, rather, and again, you can see the way they've tried to play it is that he now he realizes he's because he's fallen in love with her and you know he knows her as a person and he's now he now realizes what he's done is wrong and he still tries to send her away. In fact, what they're they're saying is, well, I fucked you twice now. I don't really care off anymore. You yeah, you, that, off that's, you that is you, absolutely you dirty whore. I got what is, I wanted. Now fuck off. That is absolutely how it comes off. It, it's gross. And then he follows that up with, "I love you." Just double yuck. It's yeah. gross. Um, bleh. yuck. Fucking horrible. Uh, and then she describes him to her friend. As a strong alpha male, her caretaker. He's one no, he's meter a fucking and, kidnapper and rapist. And he's one meter and ninety inches. I mean, it's, <laughs> is that from the, that. is that from the casting call? Has she just literally read out the fucking casting call document? Like, but one Mediterranean looking, at least one meter ninety inches tall, so what, dark hair preferred. Is, what is ninety inches? Fuck knows. <laughs> but that's, that's like I mean, one meter and ninety inches. That's like what three meters? I don't know, but that's how she describes him. Unless I've written it down wrong, but that's what my notes say. It's a th- oh, fuck, I don't know. It's I mean, th- it's 30, 33 inches in a, in a metre, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, maybe... So he's one metre plus three metres. Maybe I've written it down wrong, but I've written down one metre 90 inches. Maybe I was just scribbling notes down quickly, but she definitely describes him in metres and inches. Um, I missed that. I, I yeah. missed that. Um, but you know they start chugging wine from the bottle. Good girls, yeah, classic girls. girls. Have my own heart. Um, and then they go for a, a random makeover for no fucking reason. Random makeover for no reason whatsoever, except of course it's um, she goes blonde, which is of course because the ex was blonde. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. she's done that because uh, it's all about pleasing Massimo at this point. But um, I'd not be and, funny, right? Did she? Is it just me or did she look really fucking bad as a blonde? She looked better as a brunette, but it just I'm, didn't look right, did it? If I'm being honest, I think she, to be fair, I think she's pretty hot both times. But the, yeah. the, the blonde didn't do it for me. I've got to be honest. I like blondes, but that didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think she looked fine. I think she pulled it off. Um, probably. But, <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so then, I mean, actually, before she goes blonde, I think this happens. Because first of all, I've written down, oh, fuck, she dyed her hair. She's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, he's going to be pissed because she didn't ask. Um, well, yeah, there's this whole thing of going Felicity with your hair, that you don't do it mid-shoot. No. Um, but how the fuck is she offered, like, this dream manager's job out of nowhere? She can't have been to work for fucking months. Well, like, this is... Uh, we we worked out at this point. Been, the planet. Yeah, we, we find out very shortly it's been two months since and she then, disappeared. Right? There you go. And she gets no, offered seems manager's to, job. Yeah. Well, she hasn't been to work, and presumably that's not really her fucking strength. No. Because, no, she wasn't... 
from what we found in the very early scenes, she wasn't a hotel manager. No. She was some sort of executive strategist. But she's been offered a job anyway as a hotel manager somehow. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe that's down to her mafia. Yeah. I say maybe that's her mafia connection. Yeah. But that wasn't explained. Um, no, not at all. Runs into douchebag boyfriend who proceeds to follow her all the way home. There's another because that's word. acceptable. Yeah. That's yeah. called stalking. Um, yeah. That is also not okay. Uh, but no. thankfully, the friendly rapist is waiting for her to tell him to go away. So, yes. That's okay. But where the fuck did he go? Because she well, asked he, him he that. Went off to, he went off to fight the other fucking mafia family, didn't he? Yeah, because she know, asked him. She, yeah, one she of them tried to rape her. where he's been, and he doesn't tell her. We need yeah. to fucking know. It's well, important. This is, this is it, because the whole thing where he sends her away, we we never find out what's going on. So the, 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 the servant, butler, whatever the fuck he is, is taking her to the airport. He gets a phone call, stops the car, gets into another car, and then the car takes her to the airport, and she goes and meets her friend. We have no idea what's going on. No. At this point, there's been no... Apart from the the, 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 the argument with the consigliere on the boat, where he's saying, oh, you, you offended another family. Where, what's going on? How the fuck do we, are we supposed to know what's going on? The first we find out is that, again, they get, they're going at it. She opens his shirt, and he's got some scars all of a sudden he didn't have before. Okay, yeah, because they're, they're fucking they again. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, at this point, I've written, I'm, I'm kind of bored at watching these two fuck now. Like well, I yeah, at least throw someone else in the bit. Yeah, or like I'm I'm just bored of watching them fuck now. Just look seriously, if you want to just make these two fuck for two hours, make a porn film. Like well, this bored. is it. I mean, at this point, we've we've built up to it, sort of. They've had a no. There's been a bit of back and forth, lots of threats of rape. They've had the you no know, the giant fucking session on the boat. Anything else now is just kind of overkill. Completely, completely. We said, to, yeah. Because it's not it's not even as. It's not even as interesting or as visually interesting as when they're on the books. At least then you've got the fucking scenery to look at when you're bored of seeing his ass going up and down. Yeah, it's, it's I'm just fucking bored. Bored of it at this point. Um, then we I had another thought shopping... I'd be bored of porn, I've got to be honest. Yeah, we had another shopping montage, which belongs in a completely different film. Yeah, because now all of like a sudden... it's like a fucking rom-com all of a sudden. Yeah, as I say, all, all of a sudden, it's you know, they're playing happy fucking families. Yeah, it, it, it literally feels like a rom-com yeah. in, in the shopping montage. It's terrible. Um, it, ah, it's fucking terrible. And, of course... Just because they're slipping too far into rom-com territory, they have to fuck in the changing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know... Yeah, why not? They, they have to. Um, so then, like, they're going to get married and stuff. He meets the parents. Now, but like, whose wedding are they at? Right. Question number one. Agreed. I don't know either. I asked that question. <laughs> but more importantly, in terms of gaps in logic, and I brought this up a few times already... Why does she translate the mother's question to Massimo when he responds in English and she responds back in English so yeah. they can clearly fucking understand each other? Yeah, they, they make a thing of, well, no, of about no, um, not, not speaking. She speaks in Polish, she speaks in Italian and she translates. But then, yeah, they clearly both speak fucking English. So what is the point? What it are just, we doing at this point? And then yeah, the father, the same. It just Who fucking cares at this point? They're like, yeah. They clearly don't. No, so, at, this, at this point, they're getting paid. Yeah, and this is where the film really starts to go off the rails for me now. Where all of a sudden we're playing happy families. She's getting, they're getting married. Like she's pregnant all of a sudden, which of course she's fucking pregnant because all they've done for the last fucking week or so that I can see is just fuck constantly. Yeah. All they do is fuck. Like we don't even see him eat. We don't even do anything. They fuck and maybe say a sentence. Well, to be fair, we, we see him eat quite a bit. Do we see him? Eat? Not not while he's fucking. No, we see him eat her quite a lot. Oh, yeah, we see him eat her quite a bit. Yeah, and I Stamp guess she goes fuck now and again. But, like, 
yeah, so of course she's pregnant. There is yeah. like, like, of course, because that's what fucking happens. Um, but there is now like eight minutes left. We've gone from, you know, I said a while back, there's an hour left and who knows where this is going to fucking go. Now, all of a sudden, with eight minutes to go, she's pregnant and they're getting married. Yeah, it, but the family it, can't come, but the friend can come. And now, uh, what's, where's this fucking come from? Like the writer got to the end of the film and went, oh shit. We haven't got um, an act three because it's, it's the we end haven't of fucking Zack and Mira. One or two. There is no plot. Yeah. The, the, to me, this is the end of fucking Zack and Mira. Oh shit! We're running. Out, we, we need yeah. to get something down. We haven't got anything written. We haven't got anything fucking ready. Let's just stick anything on to, to try and wrap it up I as mean, best we can. It's it's like a fucking soap opera at this point. Like somebody needs to wake up in the shower because yeah. there's been no fucking motivation for anybody. There's been no consistent through line with any of the characters. There is no plot whatsoever. Nobody's got any goals, hopes, dreams, anything. So all of a sudden, they're like, "How the fuck do we wrap this up?" I know, let's kill her. That'll wrap it up, won't it? <laughs> yeah, well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? It's fair, no, it's a fairly finite uh, way of doing it. So, so all the, the, again, but you get this thing where they kind of, so you have this couple of scenes with a friend where she's talking about being pregnant and she wants to stay with him because she loves him and all this sort of stuff. And again, no, okay, right, whatever. That's kind of jumped around a bit. And we find out it's only been two months. So you know, she te- she's telling people she's pregnant kind of early. Um, so okay, fine. And then you get a scene where she goes down for breakfast with Massimo and the consigliere, whose name I think is Mario. Yes, it is. Um, of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> I'm surprised we, we haven't got Luigi in there as well. Um, but so they go down and she she makes a motion of being unwell, apparently. I don't remember that, but it's in the... Uh... Yeah, she does, yeah. And because straight away then I knew she was fucking pregnant. Because well, that's... Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's I do remember that, yeah. Because, again, you're conditioned to think, oh, she's got a weak heart. She must be ill. She waves off, going to see a doctor. That's right. Massimo then leaves and she has this exchange with Mario where she says, oh, you don't like me, do you? Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Oh, it's not personal. I just think you're a fucking idiot. Kind of like the rest of the audience. Um, So then they go off their separate ways and then she's in a car. He's in a different car and there's a conversation whereby um, he said, oh, they're going to kill Laura. Who's going to kill Laura? Where the fuck has this come from? Because presumably if Massimo has, he's left Sicily at this point to go to Warsaw to find her, Presumably the fucking family wars are done. Yeah. You don't leave midway. You either win it or you fucking die. You don't just piss off to Warsaw for a booty call. No. It, it's... So where the <sighs> fuck did this come from? Who is trying? Who is out to kill her now? Where has that come from? Yeah, it, it makes no fucking sense once again. But they need to wrap up and they've got a couple of minutes left. So fuck it. Let's yeah. just kill her, right? Yeah, and just so, think, much, much like the mafia war, off yeah. fucking screen. Well, I mean, don't get me started on that. But just when you think it can't get any worse, the fact that they decided to kill her, and you can see it coming. Okay, like you know, if you can, if you can read a text, you can see it coming. You can see it's being geared up that she's going to be bumped off. Yeah, and then they drive towards a fucking tunnel. That's a very pretty tunnel over a pretty bridge, looking over the fucking bay They're and all rest of it. Kill her in a fucking tunnel. And that's fine. If really? you go into the tunnel and there's that, that's fine. You go into the tunnel, there's a car park and there's a car blocking it like it's broken down. They stop, somebody steps out with a fucking Tommy gun and no, I'm 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 fine with that. I can live with that. Yeah, but they don't they don't do that though. But they they Diana this shit. Yeah, like you go in, you don't come out. And yeah. you get a fucking slow motion, uh no 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 natural sound, it's all fucking soundtrack of Massimo crying over fucking opera music because he's just been told that she's dead. And by the way, the delivery from, oh, from the bodyguard no. dude to Massimo of like again his reaction he's just like meh 
<laughs> it's, it's like, it's, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to find another one now. Yeah, it's overly like, start Ma- again. It's like, oh, Massimo, you'll never guess what I did. Fucking hell. I know, I know, Massimo, My bad. you asked me to get eggs. I fucking forgot the eggs. I'm yeah. really sorry. My bad. I bought you a chicken instead. I'm crazy. You know me. I'm crazy and forgetful. I forgot your eggs. That's how the delivery is. Not, not your future wife and mother of your child has just but been knows taken out yet. in a hit in a tunnel on my watch. Like... Yeah, that, yeah, pretty fucking bad. Um, but so I mean, we we get that, and I mean, the reason they've done it, and I've I've got some information about the second or third books here, so I'll, I'll go with you. Um, She's not dead. She's been kidnapped. She's been kidnapped by the other gang again by a, a mobster called Ma- Ma- Marcello Nacho Matos. Nacho. So, yeah. So now we're going to get some Hispanic racism as well. Happy days. But believe it or not, it doesn't take much time before she starts to fall in love with him as well. Oh, you're by the book's kidding me. By the book's conclusion, a desperate Massimo fights for Laura and is able to win her back, but not without consequences. She ends up hurt in the process. The second book, by the way, is, is called the translation is This Day. All right. Okay. And then the third book uh, is translated as another 365 days, not another 48 hours. Um, so he's masked in yet another difficult situation as he's forced to choose between saving Laura or their child. He opts for Laura by misleading her into thinking she lost the baby naturally. This guy's a fucking prince. What? What a fucking catch this guy um, is. Now, obviously, we drew the comparison to Spirit and the Beast. Um, I don't know a tremendous amount about the Twilight Saga, which is going to be problematic for an upcoming Who Wins. Um but I don't know a tremendous amount about the Twilight Saga, but I'm pretty sure you just described the plot of Twilight to me. More Except less, yeah. instead of vampires and werewolves, it's now a the mafia war. Yeah, pretty I'm much, pretty yeah. pretty sure that's Twilight, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I've never All read any of these films. But that's, how well, I, I, that's I, what I understand Twilight is. To be fair, I mean, I, I, no, you know me, I always say I won't criticise something until I've seen it, read it, heard it, whatever. I have read, read the books and I have seen the films and they're all shite. Mm-hmm. But compared to this pile of bollocks, you're oh, I'm not, I'm not bragging, I'm not, I'm not I mean, bragging on so Twilight. It's... Like it's, I, I feel like it's something I should probably watch, and of course, will for an upcoming Who Wins. But yeah. um, I'm not ragging on it. I'm just saying, like I've, I've never had any real exposure to it, and that is what I understand its story to be. So, Pretty much, yeah. So, so this is actually just porn Twilight. So, what this is, in all, in all honesty, is a Twihard just writing fanfic. Age-wise, it would make sense because she does say she was born in eighty-five, so she's probably too fucking old to be a Twilight twi- twi- fan. Oh, no, some of those Twihards are fucking middle-aged women. Like th- yeah, those are the yeah. creepy ones. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's thirty-four. So. Yeah, she she yeah. didn't get away. It was, a, it was her birthday last week. Happy birthday, um, Blanca Lipinska. Happy birthday. We're, we're ragging on. We're being. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're ragging on your product because it's fucking horseshit. But happy birthday. I take it back. I don't know her. She's not a vile human being. That was that was that 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 may be a bit harsh, but her output suggests that you're probably right. Yeah. Um, And now, like like I said, some people are into this shit, and if it floats your boat, then fine. Um, I just think like try harder and don't just don't be so fucking disgusting. (laughs) Like this is just wrong. Um, Incidentally, Mark and I did plot the sequel out before we knew such a thing existed. (laughs) We did. Um, at the end of the film, I did suggest that it was probably left that open-ended because there needs to be a sequel. So we decided that we would write... Hold on, let me get the texts up here. It was 365 days, uh, 365 Nights Electric Boogaloo. That's right, yeah. Uh, in which it's revealed that Laura's death was all a setup by her best friend, who's also obsessed with her and kidnaps her 
in a service duct for the tunnel where the fuse boxes are. Hence, it is also factually correct. They dance with each other to seduce each other and have an electric boogaloo. Um, she, of course, falls in love with her friend um, and then Master Master fight for her back. So we weren't a million miles no. off. <laughs> we weren't a million we're miles off, were we? Except we were we're taking the a fucking wrong. piss. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because we wrote that in about 30 seconds and four texts. I was going to say that the, the timeline in those texts is probably about four minutes. Yeah, tops, tops. And like that is more or less, you swap some characters out. Yeah, that's pretty much. And, and, and they weren't as creative with the switch gear. No. So, you know, I, like, I got a gag out of the title. So <laughs> come on. Credit where it's due. Fair play. Um, Hold it. Look, I, I generally end these things uh, with a kind of a summation of thoughts when I make notes. Um, I, th- I haven't summoned for the last two hours. Yeah, I, I haven't done one for this. Um, my, my summation is one line, all caps, exclamation point, appalling. Yeah, I mean, I had a theory about this before I knew um, who the author of the, the, the books um, was. I, I, did, I wasn't aware it was a series of books. Um, I, I thought it was just somebody making smart TV or smart films. Um, and my theory was, based on the characterization we have, what limited characterization there is, that you had a guy whose wife, girlfriend, whoever, fucked somebody else and left him, and this was his bitter revenge. It's his fantasy whereby he's an, a, a dominant, domineering, uh, powerful man who women flock to, and they're all completely subservient and obedient and all the rest of it. And it's basically you know, revenge fantasy. Um, I couldn't have been further off with that, to be honest. But I will say that for for all the the, um, the titillation and the sex scenes we've had in this film, I was more comfortable watching I Spit on Your Grave, the original. Yeah, uh, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I don't think I've ever felt this just... I don't even know what the word is. Like, I don't think sick. dirty is, is the right word. Sick might be it. Yeah, there might have been a little bit of sick in my throat at some points. Um, it definitely made my skin crawl. And look, as, as we've said before on, on the show, you know, these are things that we are projecting. You know, that's not to say that this can't happen to us. You know, I could go out tomorrow and get kidnapped by a mafioso who gives me a, a year to love him and forces me to suck his dick. So I'd, I'd be surprised. Hopefully could provide Um So, you know, this is us projecting, but I just I can't make peace with it. It's no. just it's wrong. It's uh, and, and, it's I, and I think part of that comes from comes from a place of us us consciously wanting to continually be better people i think that's something that that both of us do and 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 are very aware of of injustices in in society uh not to be a an sjw but i think part of it also comes from from being writers and knowing that you can do better than this and should do better than this there's that but and, and but there's also a far more basic human level which says I'm not a fucking arsehole who wants to kidnap and torture that's, people. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, like there is somebody somebody thought of this. This came from someone. So if you're going to write this and it's going to be about a kidnapper and you're going to write something about Stockholm Syndrome, look, I know we've joked about it, but look at Beauty and the Beast. Like it's there. It's there in yeah. the text. But that is not an offensive film. No, but that but that's the thing. Like Stockholm Syndrome is a thing. I'm not aware of that many people who kidnap people and give them a finite period to fall in love with them, and then they can go free. That yeah, just, no. that just uh, doesn't fucking work. And despite all of that, take the kidnapping out and put it to one side. 
there's no need for the choking. There's no. no need for the rape. There's there's just no need for it. You can look. He could have teased her. He could have brought her to the brink. He could have seduced her, which would have made for a much better film. Yeah, but because then, then she's all conflicted and shit. Yes, that's far more interesting character-wise, isn't it? But yeah. instead, what we get is basically rape, and that's just wrong on on too many levels for me to for me to live with. It's yeah, I, I uh, yuck. It's like just, yeah, just talking yeah. about it now makes me a little bit sick. I I I feel annoyed that I've watched it. Um, you know, we we had to for this show because we decided we were going to do it, and once we started, we we had to do it. And, and I feel there's benefit in in discussing these things. Oh, but yeah. I feel bad that in some way, shape, or form, I have supported this product. Um, yeah, by watching. Um, yeah, I mean, I I said we said at the start, obviously, you know, this is a sen- it's a sensitive subject. It's not handled particularly sensitively. Um, but no, it is a sensitive subject. And no, I mean, I think um, it's Duffy, isn't it, the singer who was kidnapped and abused? Um, she she came out very strongly against this film the, the day it was released on Netflix, um, and they basically said, "Well, fuck you, we're putting it on anyway because it's making money." Um, or words to that effect. Netflix, don't sue me. Um, but it's no, it is a sensitive subject. Um, obviously, people have had ordeals and people have been subjected to things which we don't know about and hopefully never will. Um, but yeah, no, it's this is something that people will see some of the subject matter as being you know, something they can identify with. I think the you know, the what is effectively a bet that you know you won't you'll, you'll fall in love with within 365 days. Ha ha ha. You know, it's it's, it's that sort of thing which is taken to an end to the nth degree. But it's it's just for me it's so tasteless. Um it's, it's so pointless. Tasteless. It's it's tone deaf. It it is, and it's absolutely repugnant. And I think that as you said, there there is a niche, there is a market, but the the niche that this this appears to cater for, I am sure, is far better served by the internet, where there is no there is more Definitely. based on that. Whereas actual porn, as opposed to, well, this is actual porn. Let's be fair, but it's um, it's trying not to be. This thinks this this is porn that thinks it's a film. Yeah, um, I think that's what's worse film about it. it. Yeah, no, if you're going to do it, hold your hands up, be honest, be true to yourself, and say, look, we're making a fucking porno. People will respect you more than trying to shoehorn a story that doesn't exist and trying to label it as being erotica when it, it is glorifying kidnap and rape. And, and it's also it's also the act of creation as well allows for a kind of creeping intent, whereas yeah. porno is, yes, like I said, yes, they have stories, but they are literally like the 40 seconds we took right in that one scribbled on the back of a fag packet because ultimately it's just about showing the fucking and serving the kink. Yeah. You know, it's not about the people behind the kink you know if there's if there's kidnap and rape revenge porn and all this kind of thing which which we know there is you know it's it's not about the people they are very clearly just props yeah yeah the the people are props there are no characters there is no malicious intent but when you create uh, a fiction like has been done here however badly um there has been intent to create characters to create people uh, who exist in a, in a fictional universe and therefore you have to breathe some life into. Yeah. And with that comes a level of intent. And with that intent comes responsibility. And, you know, people are going to connect to these characters. You know, we don't care for this. Some people will. Okay, I guarantee you, because one man's trash is another man's treasure. Okay. And I think you have a responsibility to the audience to not be this morally reprehensible if you're creating fiction these you know massimo as a character if he's going to perform these acts and look we've seen worse probably if he's going to perform these acts then he needs to answer for them yeah 
and he doesn't and well, that's the well, problem that's and I he mean, may later on in the trilogy but that's not good enough we need to see it here no that, that's it i mean it's he's painted as this film was i mean even even when we first meet him and he's explaining that he's kidnapped her and she will not leave for a year until she falls or unless she falls in love with him in which case she'll stay even at that point he's not been painted as a villain no at he's no been, point is he he's been as painted a as a suitor he's been painted as an innovative suitor who is trying his best to woo her yes which i mean if that's your start that's your starting point you're off to a fucking loser before you begin um but yeah it's there's no there's no consequence he gets he's a mobster he gets shot at the beginning and survives he's involved in a turf war gets a little bit hacked up survives goes on to have some more sex and there's there's no repercussions for him there's no consequence for him until she seemingly dies off screen now again the way i thought this was going the fact they built up the heart problem so much was that she, no, she falls in love with him. They, they get the happy ever. They're going to get the happy ever after. But then she, no, she drops dead at the altar. Heart attack. Bang. Dead. I, I don't think that's any better. But at least no, they've but built at least, it up. At least, it's, at least they've done something to ruin it. Yeah. Because at least that way, it's paid off something they brought up probably a dozen times throughout the fucking film, yeah. and it pays off. Whereas what we got is just nonsense. Uh, at the bollocks. At the absolute fucking horseshit. Um, please, 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 please. If you think we're wrong, hang on, just a minute, just a minute before we wrap up. Yeah. You know, you've just you've just sparked something then in my in my brain. Do you know what would have been a million percent better and saved a lot of this film? Not making I mean, it not to the point where it would have been good, okay, but would have solved a lot of these problems. Is is if she gets to the altar, supposedly has a heart attack or whatever, yeah, dies, um, and then like for whatever reason, you know, Massimo goes into mourning and stuff like that. Hmm. And then she just shows up on a beach again, somewhere else. And it's yeah. like she's starting a whole new cycle. Like she's just this grifter that's going through just essentially leeching wealthy men dry and then faking this heart problem. I mean, she could have been trying to do it with her kind of shitty douchebag boyfriend who clearly had some sort of high-powered managerial job oh, because yeah, he yeah, was too busy working and spoke about Maslow's hierarchy and needs yeah. and stuff like that. So... That would have given her a tremendous amount of power and actually would have given her a lot of momentum. Like, you wouldn't realise it until the end, yeah. but she would have actually had sway over the film's events. Yeah. And, that's, and not that's only that, so not only fix, that there, are then, there are then repercussions for him as well because he gets his comeuppance. He can't buy, he yes. can't throw his weight around, he can't get anything he wants. Just because he's broken hearted. Yeah, he's actually, he's actually lost something. Yeah, he's so broken. there are and consequences she's just, to that. She's gone with, you know, her hair... Not blonde, not brunette. This time she shows up as a redhead dancing on a on a beach somewhere yeah. in front of a wealthy businessman, for yeah. instance. You know, just throwing that out there. Look how easy it is to fix these problems. Yeah. Just saying. There you go. I mean, yeah. As as, as I said, I mean, we'll we'll wrap this up because I think this is possibly the longest episode we've done. Um, and there ain't gonna be no cutting and editing, so it'll just be no stick the uh, music on the start and the end and job done. Um, but yeah, look, if people. If people are seeing things that we've not seen in in this movie, um, by all means, point them out. Uh, and if, because... look, if we're a mile wide of the mark as well, and you're one of those people that that love this, and look, yeah, this is your kink. Fine, let, let let us know. As always, we're up for debate and discussion. This is open forum, as far as we can see. We, like I said right back at the start, we don't judge. So no, no, no. 
Well, we, we don't judge people. We judge product. Yes. Yeah. And, and in this case, our opinion is product shit. But yeah, I mean, if you want to discuss it with us, by all means, get in touch. Um, I don't know. We, we live for that shit. I mean, uh, on Twitter at ddpodcastnet, um, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, and get in touch through there. Um, you can listen to some other shows as well. Um, wherever you get your podcasts from, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever, um, like, comment, share, um, subscribe. Um, any comments we get, we'll we'll get batches uh, in some way or other, probably on another episode. Um, but yeah, just get in touch because you no, know, we this is something this is completely out of our wheelhouse, and I think we're probably a little bit more lost than we normally are on this episode. Um, so yeah, we'd love to hear from you. But until next time, see you later. <laughs>